It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Brother 21 postseason coverage. I am here with Holly from uh, from the season, our runner-up <laughs> for Big Brother 21. How are you doing, Holly? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you. So yes, uh, you had you had talked to Nicole about the podcast she did, and yeah. uh, I guess she spoke highly enough about it that that you were like, "Hey, I want to do this too." Yep, exactly. I take her <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very flattering. <laughs> yeah, she had fun. And yeah, so I want yes. to see what you had in store for me, too. All right. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to go through your game. I know that uh, you, you've mentioned that you felt like um, you felt like your game was not shown as much as you wanted it to oh, be yeah. not on even, the show. Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into it here. Let's talk about your game. Um, you have a somewhat unique uh, experience with the show in that you were cast and then found out that you were going to be on the show with somebody that you knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can, can you tell me like when it was that you learned that? I mean, I didn't really know that Kat was going to be on the show until like you don't even know if you're going to be on the show until you walk in the door. I walked in mm-hmm. the door and saw Kat and was like, oh crap. Because we know each other, but not well. Like I posted. You know each other. We know each other. Y'all know each other. Um, but not well. Um, because yeah, it surprised the heck out of me when I walked in and saw that Kat was there. Um, because we don't know each other well. So I was really scared that that could be a huge hindrance to my game. Um, because I didn't know if I should trust her. I didn't know if she would just want to get me out originally, uh, right off the bat to not have to worry about it. Cause I didn't know if I could trust her, but also I figured she didn't know if she could trust me. And so it was just this total, wrench thrown in my game that I wasn't expecting and that, you know, other people didn't have to to deal with. And yes, it ended up, it ended up being beneficial in some ways, but also hurtful in ways also, because it, it was awesome having somebody that I decided I could actually rely on and I could actually fully trust and talk to, but she spilled the beans on us knowing each other on 
like day two or day three. So that could have come back to bite me, almost came back to bite me um, in the whole day 44, day 44 blow up. Um, so yeah. anyway, it was an interesting little road there having a having a surprise appearance by somebody I knew. Yeah. Had you had you been in contact at all before uh, entering the house? I mean, we've been friends on Instagram for years, like that already went since Instagram started. So, so yeah, we've been like IG friends. <laughs> but like you knew that you were both trying out for the show, right? I saw her at finals, but I was way too scared to say a word. Like mm. I was way too nervous to to say anything, you know, I was like, I don't want to ruin my chances. I don't want. Yeah. I was way too nervous. Like I saw her and was too scared to talk to her. I saw, I was even so paranoid before going on the show. I was like in big brother paranoia mode really early. I saw Jess and Cody at a wedding at one of my friend's weddings, like a week before I went on the show or something. And I was too scared to talk to them. I like stayed really far away because I was too scared just because I was like paranoid that I would say something or get nervous and be weird. And somehow it would be found out that anyway, that I was going on well, the show. There, I was there was another really person very tight lipped. I didn't even yeah, tell well, my dad I was going on the show because he, <laughs> he gossips. Well, there was another person, uh, Jenna, right. That was supposed to be on the cat knew. That's what, yeah, that's what I've heard. So I don't know, and I still don't even know if Kat and I were supposed to know each other, if that was supposed to be a twist, or if that was just an oopsie. Like, I genuinely don't know. It seems it seems to me like like a bit of an oopsie, to be honest. Especially the fact that Jenna was supposed to be on, and it's right. not like you were her alternate. It was Christy that was the alternate. So if right. Jenna had been on, it would, there would have been two people that knew Kat. Exactly. And that would have been really, really weird. That, yeah. yeah. I think it might have been an oopsie. Yeah. Which is funny because, um, like, we work even now, like, we were both in pageants. We both work for competing energy drink companies. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it almost feels like like there's somebody. It's somebody's job to make sure there are no like pre-existing relationships, and that person just kind of had a bad day or something. <laughs> for a lot and, of and I mean, maybe we were supposed to. Maybe we were supposed to know each other. I really, I still don't know. But it was weird watching it back. I've I've watched the whole season already. And it's weird because they really didn't highlight Kat and I knowing each other and like the whole dynamic, because it was weird of like that. Oh my gosh, can I trust her? Can I trust her? This is so weird. This is so scary. But then that transforming into no, okay, I trust her fully. She's going to be my ride or die. She's going to be my final two. We're going to the end together. And then kind of leveraging her relationship and having her almost like act as like a mole in the house for me. But it was really, that wasn't really shown like that. It kind of felt to me like, uh, you know, she was on the block the first week, very nearly went home. Like, it kind of felt to me like they were like, oh, maybe we don't have to show that we messed up a little bit. Like right. She goes home early. Right. Because if she had gone home, it wouldn't have mattered. But that's when it was during those because technically it's two weeks because um, mm-hmm. the first week of Christie's HOH was before live feed. So Christie was HOH for two weeks. And so it was in those two weeks that I was trying to navigate, do I trust this girl? Um, And if I decide that I do, can she be beneficial to my game? And how, how am I going to leverage that? And so it was during those two weeks that I decided, yes, I want to keep her in the house 1000%. And so, oh my gosh, 
that was, that made my job so difficult right out the gate because she was an emotional wreck. She wanted to self evict. She was crying all the time. She was pissing people off, rubbing people the wrong way because of just, you know, her emotional self. And I adore Kat. She's a unique specimen. Um, But I had to like wrangle her in and I had to be the tough love friend and put her in check a lot and try to, you know, keep her, keep her a little controlled so that she didn't go home. Yeah, it was definitely interesting because obviously there was another pair uh, that knew each other going Mm -hmm. into the game, uh, Tommy and Christy, and they seemed to take a bit of a different approach than you and Kat in the sense that uh, they pretty much teamed up right away. Yeah, Uh, they were both in the same alliance. Um, You know, they they, I think they weren't trying to be obvious about the fact that they were close at first, but eventually it became very obvious very quickly. It became very obvious, whereas you and Kat were not really in the same alliance uh, Mm -hmm. to to start the game and never really were in like an official sort of grouping until sort of very, uh, very much near the end of her game. Yeah. And I wanted it to be like that because I wanted somebody on the other side of the house. I never wanted to be in the dark in this game because the whole point is to know what's going on um and so i wanted her to join an alliance on the other side of the house and which she eventually did it was kind of a rough start um you know alliances really getting geared up aside from obviously the big one with grateful um but i was glad that she was not ungrateful um so we could kind of talk back and forth and because i felt I mean, it obviously didn't work out, but I felt like I would have better control of keeping her safe as well. And so I tried to make her stay in good graces um, with, I mean, grateful, but really six shooters because grateful disintegrated pretty quickly. Um, So I tried to keep her in good graces, but yeah, it obviously didn't work because as we know, she's a little loose lipped and uh, told a few too many secrets that blew up. So, uh, but it was really helpful because like I knew about Cliff's angels. I knew Mm -hmm. where their motivations were. I knew where their targets were. Uh, and I don't, and I don't think people know that. I mean, I hope live feeders know that I really felt like I was in a very good position because I really knew everything that was happening throughout the house. Cause not only did I have cat, but I also just had established really good, solid relationships with like everyone in the house. Um, so I felt pretty in the loop as much as you can. And, in that game yeah uh so talking about the first week or the first really two weeks of the game um tell me about the uh the first you know the twist uh camp director mm-hmm. uh, jackson volunteers he ends up becoming the camp director were you on uh team jackson immediately or were you on like the jess sort of train first and then flipped over well i was originally on the jess team um, I flipped over to team Jackson as I, I mean, I felt good about either of them right off the bat. Um, I also felt good about cliff, but I just knew that that wasn't, nobody was going the cliff route. Um, David was the only other one that volunteered and he came in hot right at the gate and seemed like he wanted to, to stir the pot. And he kept asking all the girls if they were single. And I was like, I don't know what you're here for. Like, I don't think I'm going to vote for you. Cause I don't know what, I don't know what game you're playing. Um, so I, I knew I didn't want David, no offense, David, I love you. Um, but, and then 
Nobody cared about Cliff. Jess, I was gung-ho. Jess, but then when, when, I mean, at that point, I just wanted to go with whoever because I didn't want to stick out at all um, in the beginning. And so it originally was Jess. When it started moving to, okay, maybe, maybe people are thinking Jackson, I wanted to be in his good graces and figured I probably would be. I mean, we were typecast as like, the, the male and female version of each other. So I was like, I feel like he and I will probably get along in this game, but I don't know. So I want to make sure I'm in good graces. So I pulled him aside and I was like, Hey, this is a big responsibility and there will be repercussions that come with it. There will be a backlash. Do you want to handle that? Like, are you okay taking that on? Because if you are, then I will vote for you, but I don't want to put you in a tough position. So he was like, yep, I, I'll take on the responsibility. And I was like, okay, cool. I just wanted to like kind of let him know I had his back preemptively. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just went, went with the herd as you do in the beginning. Was there any discussion between you and him about who he would uh, banish once that mm-hmm. became? No, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so I, knew uh, it. I knew he wouldn't, if I, you know, kind of was like, I got you back. I want to make sure you're, you know, ready for this i figured he wouldn't banish me and that's all i cared about at that point i was like banish whoever's good for good for your game yeah did you have any connection to any of the people that were banished at that point i mean i was bummed that cliff was banished immediately when i started seeing who the squirrel was taking i understood i was like okay well it's everybody that volunteered so that makes sense um and then and then kemi who i i don't think anybody really connected with right off the bat so i like understood that um but i i got where he was going but i was a little bummed that cliff was banished um i mean i was bummed that that they all were banished because that sucks but immediately i thought that cliff was somebody that i could work with he i mean he looks like somebody from my hometown he looks like somebody that would be friends with my dad and I saw him as somebody that I could potentially work with. So I was a little bummed that, that he got kidnapped by the, by the creepy squirrel. But, yeah. but I was very happy that he came back. Wow. Um, so uh, David is the one that goes home. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the HOH competition. Uh, Christy is the one that wins. Um, were you, did you have any feelings about that at the time? So I went into that comp thinking I wanted to place third because in life people generally underestimate me and I didn't, I wanted to play a really low key game, but I didn't want to be underestimated to the point of not getting scooped up by an Alliance. And I, I didn't want to be a floater. I didn't want to play the floater game because I didn't think it would be best strategy for me personally. Um, So I wanted to get scooped up by an Alliance. So I wanted to prove my worth enough, but not, win and have a target on my back um right out the gate um so i aimed to place third so i hung on until the second sis dropped i let go um and i felt honestly (laughs) christy sketched me out from the beginning but i knew that i was on good terms with her so i was fine with her winning but she did she sketched me out from the beginning because she was so all over the place when it was when we were deciding on camp director, she had such a strong opinion about everything, but her opinion changed by the millisecond. And I was like, I can't keep up with this girl. She's all over the place. She's emotional. It's actually funny because then when Nick Nick was like talking about alliances and he was like, okay, he's listing off the people. He's like, you, Jack, J- 
Jackson, Christy. And I was like, really? Because she seems very emotional. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to work with that. And he was like, no, she's cool. Trust me. And I was like, okay. Um, which is funny. But then I, like, I knew she and I were fine. So I was totally good with her winning. Um, and she and I actually became friends right off the bat. She, myself, and Sis. And so Sis and I slept in the HOH room with her for the first two weeks of the show. Uh, we all slept in the bed together because we got really close right away. Yes. So. And you also created like a like a little alliance, right? Yeah. The, we had, well, obviously there was Grateful, but within that first HOH, we formed a final four, which never made air. I mean, obviously, I'm sure live feeders saw, but um, with Christy, Sis, Tommy, and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also grateful is going to come together. The sort of the core of that was initially Jackson, Jack and Bella. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it sort yeah, of expanded like from there. Final three. And then they, yeah. Picked up more of us kids. Yeah. And Bella quickly crawled out of that core. <laughs> oh man. I was, yeah, oh, that was ridiculous. She's a, that girl's a, funny player <laughs> I was like what are you doing watching it back it's so funny I'm like Bella do, what are you doing <laughs> what is happening well very quickly you know uh, your relationship with Bella is sort of maybe not your relationship but how you saw Bella sort of uh, went downhill because uh, well maybe not because but uh, you were having conversations with Kat about Bella and um, you know what she was doing and the kinds of things that she was saying that uh, that you know maybe you know she's into she's in really tight with Jack and Jackson and um, that she uh, that she's exposing that Jack and Jackson has a final have a final two together um, and Kat was worried about how close Bella was with Jackson she had conversations with him about that because you know they were talking about like moving in together at one point yeah um, we all were. and <laughs> I was too like we literally all I mean and I was not serious about that um, I was just going along with it we were saying that me, Bella, Sis, and Jackson would all move in together after the show, get a place in LA. Ah. Like, yeah, we all were. Yes. So well, funny. I don't think Kat loved that. Um, and I, you know, that seems to be that, uh, that she was trying to place a target on Bella at that point. Uh, that Kat was? Sorry, my, yeah. I need to turn this up a tad. My AC just went on and it's loud. Um, oh, that Kat was trying to put a target on Bella? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But also, um, Bella was like running her mouth <laughs> so much. I was like, girl, because she and I were in the same alliance. So I didn't want her to blow up her game or anyone else's game because it would affect my game. So, anyway, it's funny yeah. that then, like, Kat and I were talking about people running their mouths because I'm like, Kat, you do the same thing. You spill the yeah. beans on everything. <laughs> um, so you also got close to Jackson fairly quickly, it seems. Yeah. Uh, when do you think that that relationship really started to, to kick off? We were friends right away. Like within the first couple of days, we just got along really well. Um, I never saw him as anything more than a friend in the beginning. I definitely was was keeping my distance. I didn't really see him as that. I also didn't go in the show with the intent of having a relationship at all. I didn't want to showmance unless it would be beneficial to my game and I could leverage it in some way. So actually Jackson and I like 
first week or two, I don't know at what point this was, but we started talking about having a fomance. And we were very seriously contemplating staging a showmance because we could then manipulate it different ways, which we ended up kind of doing some of it, um, like going off on our own, being like exiled from the group, um, being loners, because if, if, if we ever had a target on our back, that would be a strategy to get it off. Um, we also talked about because if we were in a fomance, we could stage a breakup. And anyway, um, so we it's funny that we talked about that, but then real feelings started to develop. And, you know, I, in my head, showmance is not a real thing. I really didn't understand the, the weight of it and how real feelings do become. And so it wasn't until like, day 18, I remember thinking I was like seeing him in a different way. And I was like, Oh no, now I'm, I'm starting to think that Jackson's cute. Um, but at that point we were just friends and I was like, you know, on his, on his team. And, and anyway, so day 18, I started to think he was cute. And then, and he was like, he, he'd been kind of trying for a little while. He was, he was starting to get a little flirtatious. And so yeah. we had a, we had a chat before anything ever happened romantically, we had a chat and we were like, okay, we are very good friends and nothing is going to change that inside of this house and outside beyond this. So whatever happens, it's not going to affect our friendship. We were very transparent with each other. We always had very, very open communication. We were always very mature about things. Um, we knew that our friendship would come first. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it seemed pretty obvious I think to me at least that uh, really by the time the feeds even came on that even though he was theoretically in a relationship with Kat he seemed closer to you and yeah. uh, confided more in you and you um, I don't know how intentional it was but I think you were kind of the the sort of like uh, the instigating force that led to a lot of Christie's paranoia with Jack because you talked to Jackson about Jack and he was upset uh, at Jack at the time because Jack had talked to Christy about yeah. uh, the fact that he was with Kat um, yeah. and you kind of fueled those flames um, against yeah. Jack. Yeah. Well, and there were a lot of reasons for that. First of all, I, Jack and Christy were so insanely close mm -hmm. and it worried me because I saw Jack getting like he, it was like he was wearing like rose colored glasses with anything Christy did. And I wanted him to be privy to her gameplay a little bit. And just because I knew that Jack and Jackson had a final two. Um, but he wasn't, <laughs> wasn't really acting like it. Jack wasn't. Um, because his main focus in everything, everything he did was for Christy. So I didn't want his like distorted gameplay to hurt our alliance. I mean, if it hurt him, then then fine. I mean, one of us in the alliance would have to go eventually. But um, but in the beginning, I wanted everybody's games to be safe because my whole point of joining a powerful alliance was to sink to the bottom of it, float to the bottom of it, and let everybody else around me be targets. But of course I wanted that to last, you know, as long as possible. 
So I didn't want Jack to screw up his game. I, but when Christy started being Christy, um, I wanted him to kind of be aware of it, and which didn't work at all. Um, well, after he was still you talked, blinded. To- he was he was blinded by everything. Yeah, like because you talked to Jackson about being seen as too close to Jack and, and, and you know, being seen as too close to, to Kat. Um, and he went to Christy and talked about, like, I don't want to be seen as a pair with anybody um, like uh, like maybe you are with Jack. And she's like, I'm not in a pair with Jack. Like, I don't want to be seen as in a pair with anybody either. And that's really what's like the seed of what started a lot of the like, I'm not going to do what Jack tells me to do this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be backdooring Christy or uh, uh, Kemi um, yeah. and, and, and everything that followed there. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was really, uh, it's, uh, it really rolled downhill and, and escalated very quickly there. Yeah. Which really like, I just wanted Jack to like see things clearly and not be under her thumb. But um, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a little, a little wonky. Jess is also going to uh, sort of uh, hold a seminar about uh, women and women empowerment uh, with uh, with some of the women. This is a little bit after the Black Widows have formed, and they actually agreed not to include you and 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 Cat um, yeah. because they they were worried that you would uh, also go to Christy. Um, yeah. But Jess kind of went ahead with the women's empowerment talk anyway um and you had a conversation with cat afterward kind of like this is not this is no good we're not gonna get ourselves dragged into this now i don't remember i'm trying to remember that conversation it was a, it was a long summer so yeah <laughs> so feel free to like give me refreshers especially because now like watching back i've seen obviously the episodes but i haven't like watched any of the live feeds so people will be mm-hmm. like remember that time you said that i'm like i don't know <laughs> It, it happens. Okay. <laughs> like, oh um, man, but- there was so much when there's just like no distractions when you're sitting in a house for 99 days and every day is the same. You hardly ever get to go outside. You're sitting in the same rooms with the same people staring at the same bright lights, doing the same thing every day. I tend to forget details because it's so monotonous. So, okay. So Kat and I were talking about. Yeah, well, basically, basically, you were like, we're not for this. Like, this is, uh, you know, sure, women will protect each other in the game. That's great. But uh, we don't trust these women. In particular. Yeah, we, we have an alliance. Yeah, exactly. Because we already already, we already established. I mean, I had obviously um, that alliance that I was in, but also felt really good about Kat and Jackson. Those were the two people. Those were the only two people that I fully trusted throughout the entire game. Um, and in Big Brother, you have to look at players, their strengths, their weaknesses, your game, how the players align with your game or against your game. And you have to decide how you can navigate forward with the specific players. You can't look at a factor like gender to tell you whether it's going to be better or worse for your game. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I think Kat and I just thought it it was it was not naive, but it was like, no, there are, there are so many other factors. You really have to just look at the player as a whole. Um, and not, not just a, you know, physical appearance. And so 
we were like, nope, we, we have something good and we'll roll with that. Yes. Uh, this is also the, this week is the start of something that, uh, was kind of a recurring theme throughout the season, which is that you, as you got closer to Jackson would essentially like, like coach him on like, uh, like, Hey, you need to be nicer to people. Reel, to- reel it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because a lot of, and I, man, I swear I did this with a lot of people throughout the season. If, if they were an ally of mine, it was like, keeping them in check was as important as keeping myself in check, which is hard. It's just hard to do in that house because emotions are running rampant. And so I wanted to keep my allies safe and Jackson was my biggest ally. So I, it was important that he didn't ruffle feathers and that he didn't get himself evicted because if he had, then I knew I didn't have Jack. Jack had Christy as his number one. And then he had Tommy and then he had sis. Um, so it was like, I don't want to be at the bottom of that totem pole. Jackson needs to stay in line. He needs to be the lesser of the threats between him and Jack. And um, yeah, he can't rub people the wrong way. Cause he's so like, he doesn't always realize cause he gets so worked up when he talks and he just like, he's very elaborate and <laughs> It can oftentimes, you know, come off abrasive, abrasive. And so I just really wanted to reel him in, keep him safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ovi is the one that ends up going on the block. Yeah. You were, you were happy about that. You, you, you said that was smart. Um, I thought it was smart because Ovi was a competitor. I thought he was a threat for sure. Um, he's a smart kid. And, but he also had, like, he was there to play. Um, I saw that from the get-go. I mean, he was like right out the gate. He even, he approached me in the beginning um, and asked me to start an alliance with him, um, start gathering people. And like, he was like taking the bull by the horns and I, I didn't agree to it. Like everyone else just agreed to whatever alliance was, was put in front of them, which is fine. I get that that's gameplay. People say, okay, there's an alliance. I must take it. I did not think that I didn't want to be disingenuous. I didn't want, because I didn't want it to come back and bite me. I didn't want to agree to work with Obi knowing damn well that I was already in an alliance that didn't include him because then if he finds out and that pisses him off, who's he mad at this girl? Like, and, and that just wasn't my gameplay. I didn't want to lie to him. I didn't want to lie to people, but anyway, um, point being, I did not agree to, to join an alliance with him, but he was like, he he had um, balls. I was trying to think of a more tactful word to say. Um, gusto. He had, he had he had grit. He had gusto. Um, and so I was afraid of him since the very beginning. And not only did he have the gusto um, and the smarts, I knew he was very intelligent, but he was also such a sweetheart. And I hate that that's a reason, you know, that that's like, you have to think about that. But it's like, okay, well, shoot, if he doesn't go between him or Kemi at that point, because um, obviously I did not want Kat to go. Um, and it was like, well, between him and Kemi, just looking at it, it's like, well, if we do keep him, are we going to get another chance to get him out? You know, one of those kind of things. And, and yeah, I was, I was more afraid of him at that point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Ovi is the one that goes up. He, he ends up being evicted that week. Yeah. Um, 
And the next week, Jack is going to win the HOH after Camp Comeback is announced and Ovi yeah. doesn't actually leave. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's it's around this time you started talking about uh, that you were concerned that, you know, you had you were you were close to Jackson, but you you were concerned that he wasn't necessarily the meat shield that you wanted him to be uh and that you might be targeted over him in the case uh that somebody went to target you know the two of you Uh, and that would be unfortunate yeah yeah because the whole point was to have some you know a bigger target next to me because if the target is next to me it's not on me um but and with anyone i wanted to like I was careful of who I aligned myself with, even with Sis. And this was a little after this stage in the game, but like Sis and I in the beginning were very, very close. And, you know, we called each other the BB besties and everything. But it started to really worry me that if people were going to go after somebody in our alliance and they were too afraid to go after Jack and Jackson, that they would go after Sis and I. And between Sis and I, who do you think they'd want to get rid of first? So, I made a conscious effort to actually distance myself from her. I had to pull away from her because it's like, okay, I'm already close with Jackson. If people are going to target us, they can easily put the two of us up. And that's just going to happen. I'm relying on the fact that he's a bigger target, but I need to lessen the the duos that I'm in. You know, that's why with Kat, I tried so hard to like push her away and not look like we were close. I tried to like talk shit and I kind of tried to be a little like mean and act like I didn't like her. Um, even though I love her, um, she is very, she can be very frustrating to live with, but, um, but I like really tried to make it seem like she and I were not friends, even with Jackson. I didn't want him to know how close Kat and I were, but anyway. Um, so yeah, I really like, obviously Jackson was going to always be my duo and I, I wanted the target to remain on him and it started to worry me that he you know, wasn't really like proving to be as, as big of a threat, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the relationship between Jackson and Kat is starting to uh, really, I mean, it had been deteriorating now it's, it's about to end um, mm-hmm. this week. Uh, and there, there's been a lot of tension between you and Kat uh, with this situation. Kat's expressed a lot of, um, annoyance with you and your relationship with Jackson. And, uh, then, uh, I, I don't remember. Was the, was the breakup scene in the episode? I don't even, I think it was, yeah, right? I think so. Like a little bit, which is, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was aired. Um, which is so, yeah, it was because he, yeah. Cause like I knew he was going to do it. Um, and so I was curious how it was going to be edited, but honestly there wasn't really, with Kat and I, there really wasn't tension. Um, there, we were weirdly like transparent the whole time. Like anything that happened, and it's funny saying like breakup because like there, it was a very, I don't know. It's not like, I don't know. It was very surface level, very, very short. And I was really good friends with both of them in the beginning. So it's like, they would tell me about each other. Like, they would just dish the dirt on each other to me. And so it was funny because like, I knew how they felt about each other and it was just very like, eh, like whatever. And, and so it's funny to, to say breakup, but Kat and I were 
also very transparent. I mean, Jackson and I were too. Uh, very open communication, as as open as you can have in the Big Brother house. Uh, but Kat and I, when I started flirting with Jackson, I even went to her and I was like, "Does this make you feel uncomfortable?" And she said, "No, not at all. I, you know, I ship it." She was like, "Go for it. I'm not interested." She's like, "He's not somebody that I would date." Uh, go for it if you want to go for it. And then when Jackson and I first kissed, Kat was the first person I told. And then granted, she did, even though she was like, I'm happy for you, go for it. I give you my blessing. She did get a little weird after I actually told her that that we had kissed. And then she got a little frustrated. And then she would go and talk poorly about him in the DR and then tell me that she talked poorly about him in the DR. And it's like, don't tell me that. Like, you can't... you know, she gets worked up and and acts on emotion. And so she would tell me that she'd been talking shit about him. And I was like, Kat, you really can't do that. This is, you know, national TV. Anyway. But, yeah. Which, uh, there, there was definitely, uh, I think, uh, tension on, on her part at the very least. Um, and it had been building since the previous week. I think she sort of saw that perhaps the reason Jackson was not giving her the same level of attention was because he was instead kind of giving it to you. And then when he, yeah. you know, broke, broke it off, uh, she, she kind of brought you up like, is this the reason? Um, yeah. and you know, he, he said no, but she, thought it was yeah there were definitely multiple reasons and i can't you know speak for him because that was his decision and everything but it there were you know i think multiple reasons and it's funny because it was like so again like so short-lived and Mm -hmm. in her like her depiction of the relation relationship or whatever to me was like i don't care about this guy at all it's just very like yeah 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 (laughs) yeah so i was like all right um but of course it's like again in a normal scenario it would be so much different but when you're all locked in a you know camp summer camp cabin essentially together it's just a different things happen differently relationships are magnified emotions are magnified and and so yeah it's all yeah it's so it's so funny because we're all such good friends now so it's funny like thinking back on this and Kat and I really were though like we really did as awkward as it may have seemed we were so upfront with one another and so like I don't know laid back about everything we're we're adults uh and yeah yeah well I remember I I think it's maybe uh, oh next week um, that you yeah I think it's next week uh, that you have a, a conversation with uh, with Kat or it might be the week after where you finally like really like air everything out come back together uh, Kat's like yeah I talk shit about you in the DR sometimes yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and uh, but it's at that point that things really start to move I think smoothly in, mm-hmm. in your relationship yeah yeah for sure and and we there were like, I also, like I said, from the beginning, I was always kind of her like brutally honest friend. Uh, and so I had a conversation with her also where I kind of was like trying to put her in check. Like, like I said, with Jackson, I was always like trying to keep him in check, manage him. I did the same thing with cat. I did the same thing with sis, even cause sis would get riled up and threatened to pop off on people. She was always saying like, I'm going to pop off on them. And I was like, don't, don't do that. Um, but with Kat, I like sat her down and told her like she was 
sucking my energy. And it, it was actually a really funny clip. And we continue to laugh about this because I was giving so much of my energy to try to keep her balanced and keep her safe. And so I said to her one day, I was like, Kat, like you're, you're draining. I'm giving so much to you. Like I feel depleted. And she goes, well, you're depleted. Have you taken your daily vitamin? (laughs) So it ended up a clip and we think that's hilarious. But, but anyway, we were always like, yeah, I was always brutally honest with her. And afterwards we kind of like hashed shit and got feelings out and then that transparency led to trust. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about our relationship, talking about you know how Jackson came into play, and then she and I fully had each other's backs from there, and it was great. It it was we almost needed that to fully trust each other. Yes. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Kemi and Jess were on the block this week from Jack. Sam wins the veto. He keeps things the same. Um, Now, Nicole and Kemi wanted to make a concerted effort to get closer with you and Jackson, hoping that they could maybe turn you against uh, Nick and Bella because there was already some tension there. So this is around the time you start to get a a little bit closer to Nicole. She's talking to uh, to you and um, and Kemi is talking to Jackson at this time. and that's uh, that's really going to blossom into the early part of next week. Uh, there's also an attempted vote flip here um, made by uh, started by Sam um, that actually you and sis were the first people to say, no, this is not happening. Yeah, because at that point, again, it's so early on in the game and ruffling feathers is not something you want to do, especially with my whole MO, my whole strategy. So, yeah, just at that point, especially with. If I were to go against my alliance, it would just be stupid. Um, And it was a bummer because it's like, I really liked Kemi and I really liked Nicole. And it was hard seeing something in people, but knowing that you couldn't really work with them at that stage in the game because, you know, you have to be, it's like you literally have to be a sheep. And I was... I was trying to like float within grateful or six shooters. And so I couldn't really, yeah, that's, I, I couldn't ruffle anything. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, so Kemi is the one that goes home. Jackson is going to throw a, a rogue vote here in this in this one. Um, he tells you about it pretty quickly. I don't. He, he didn't tell you beforehand though, right? Or, no, no, he, he wanted me. He wanted me to do a rogue vote with him, right? Because he yeah. wanted to pin it on Nick and Bella. And so that's see if I knew that he were going to do it regardless, then I would have voted with him. I mm-hmm. thought I had talked him out of doing it entirely. Uh, because I didn't want it to get out that it was him. I didn't want it to get pinned on him. Um, I didn't want it. I mean, I didn't want it to get pinned on anybody because at that point I was like, we already know that the house is starting to move towards being against Nick and Bella. I didn't think that it was really that necessary personally. Um, he was afraid that sis and I would end up on the block. And so he really wanted to pin it on somebody else and try to try to get the house to, you know, to have an, an enemy, elsewhere but uh, yeah he he tried to get me to vote with him i talked him out of it said it wasn't a good idea and then to my knowledge he wasn't gonna do it at all and then i heard the votes come back and i was like damn it he went and did it anyway so if i'd known that it was a non-negotiable for him that he just had to throw a rogue vote i would have done it with him so that it would have been pinned on nick and bella rather than being pinned on nicole mm-hmm. that was point uh, i thought this is also around the time that you and Jackson sort of uh, officially start to to get together. Yeah. Yes. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, that's later going to be an issue. Um. So uh. It's around this time also that uh, Cliff and Nicole have sort of figured out Grateful. So Bella has exposed yeah. Grateful to Sam. Yeah. It wasn't uh, hard to figure out. Right. And and then Jack sort of said Grateful in front of Sam. Um. <laughs> Dumbest. <laughs> I rewound and watched that so many times. I was like, Jack, wow, mental comp beast. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we were du- oh, my gosh. There are so many reasons. Like, uh, Oh, grateful. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Nicole's feeling very like upset. Like, what am I going to do about this? She ends up going to you um, and has a conversation with you about uh, mostly about Nick, um, because at this time she feels like she's in between you and Nick. She has a relationship with him. She has a relationship with you. She knows there's a, there's a lot of tension there and yeah. she's not sure which side to kind of pick. And, right. and she's trying to accelerate sort of the tension between the two of you. And so yeah. she goes to you talking about Nick. Exactly. Um And yeah, she wanted to, she saw an opportunity. She saw a crack and wanted to cause division. Um, And at that point, I I mean, it was already starting. It was already forming. I did not like Nick. I did not respect Nick and Bella's gameplay. And I didn't like being associated with them anymore. Um, But I didn't know, you know, how to navigate away from that. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be the one making moves, but, but at the same time, when I saw Nicole coming to me, expressing these like frustrations, trying to get in good graces with me, I was skeptical, but at the same time, I saw it as a good opportunity to bring another number to our side. And anyone that was against Nick and Bella, I was happy about. I, that was fantastic. Cause I, knew I wanted them out of the picture and, and not only out of our alliance, but I wanted them out of the house because I didn't want to them to retaliate, especially because Nick and I on a personal level had like, we butted heads. And so I was afraid that if we got them out of 
grateful and they decided to retaliate against the rest of us, who would they go after? Probably me. Cause I didn't think Nick had it in him to target the big threats. I didn't think that he would go after Jack or Jackson. I didn't think he was brave enough. Um, and he and I, you know, we, ha- we were, are very different. Um, I love him now, but in the beginning, I sure as shit didn't. So. Well, that, yeah. And that was the thing is that he was, uh, he was trying to maybe not necessarily like fully target you yet, but he was trying to get you on yeah. the block with cat. For sure. Um, and, and definitely, you know, putting those names in Nicole's yep. mouth. Um, yep. and that's part of what Nicole was doing, you know, going to you and telling you yeah. about how Nick had done that. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, Nicole eventually is going to uh, open up to Nick and Bella about the fact that, hey, your entire alliance is against you. Yeah. Like, we're going to gun for you if you hadn't won this HOH. Yeah. Um, but Nick, uh, of course, does not listen to her. Uh, goes ahead with his plan, nominates Cliff and uh, and Jess. Um, yeah, yeah. And so then afterwards, uh, Tommy is talking to Bella about like what ha- what's going on. Bella ta- says what uh, Nicole told her. And this is what eventually culminates in the uh, the big undeniable moment um, yeah. up in the HOH room. Yeah. Yeah. We started everybody started. To, and I already like kind of had a feeling that this was all going on. Oh, and that stupid conversation, that whole HOH fight and like blow up was so dumb. I was just sitting there like, yeah, duh. She saw a, an opportunity, got in there, and they're like, ah, she's playing both sides. And I was like, yeah, she is. And, you know, power to her because she wanted to attach, you know, her little floaty raft to a big ship and was trying to figure out what ship to attach it to. She saw division. She wanted to create division so that the ship started sailing in different directions and she could just hitch on to to either one so i was like all the power to her but oh man people were getting so fired up which was so silly because it's like you guys we're both we're doing we're all doing this everything's honest it's not like this is like a big revelation and everybody's acting skills were you know being tested they're like i can't believe whatever it was all very stupid and i just kind of sat there and didn't say much and just acted surprised like yeah well yeah you talked about like uh feeling played uh, by Nicole. Yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, you know, it's playing the game. Yes. Um, I mean, we had to, because at that point it's like, you know, everybody's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, cause it, it essentially, it, it went from sort of like, she's playing both sides. So like, she's making this stuff up and like, uh, like trying to oh, pretend yeah. these things don't exist when in oh, reality, was, all she's was, doing is exposing the truth. Yeah, to both it was sides. all true. Yeah is all true and everybody was just trying to cover their own ass because you have to um i did i was i will admit i was a little bummed actually because i was kind of excited like at the potential of maybe working with her and we did have like really good conversations and she and i had we had like heart to hearts we had a like i thought you know a really good conversation in the backyard room on the bed we talked about um, how Nick and Bell were treating her. And mm-hmm. she opened up to me about how she had felt bullied by them, even though like she hadn't been bullied as a kid or anything, but she'd kind of experienced it um, more recently as an adult. And she didn't stand for that. She didn't tolerate bullying. And I got bullied a ton growing up and a lot um, in a lot of different ways. And what, as a kid, and then 
um, through junior high and high school as well. And so I definitely don't tolerate it. And so we talked about how Nick and Bell were treating her. And I thought, you know, we had a really good heart to heart conversation and um, just on a personal level. And I started to like really see her um, and respect her and or not like see her, but like see more, you know, of, of just how she internally operates. And, and I was like, you know, maybe I can, maybe we can work together. Maybe there's something here. Cause we started getting closer. And so I, I was a little bummed, you know, that, that nothing that we talked about was, was kept um, in confidence, but you know, but it was a good game move. So I was, I was like power to her for doing that. You know, I was mm-hmm. just bummed I couldn't bring her over to my side. Yes. Well, so, I mean, she's she's going to be sort of defending herself for a while afterward for sure. um, with with Tommy as the uh, uh, I don't remember what they called him um, moderator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because, supervisor. Oh, my gosh, that was such a stupid. I don't remember how that got started. That It was like nobody's allowed to have a private conversation unless there's somebody there moderating, which I get in a sense, um, because people are like so afraid of, of watch out. She's going to get in your ear. She's Vanessa Rousseau. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, well, Tommy, and I both sat in actually in the, uh, RV room when Bella and the Nicole Bella were talking. Um, cause Tommy and I are really similar in the game and just, personality is just like a little more level headed and absorb information. Um, and rather than spew information. Um, and, and also like we, I, yeah, we were a little more neutral and, and unbiased. And like, obviously I was in an alliance, but I had plenty of feelings about them. And so it was a little easier to, I think, see both sides. So Tommy and I both sat in on a conversation in the RV where Bella just like, Late into Nicole. Yeah. Um, so the plan eventually shifts back as sort of uh, Tommy and Christy, especially, sort of lead the charge about like, uh, I'm pretty sure Nicole is telling the truth here. Maybe we should uh, keep her. Um, yeah. And there's also uh, a lot of distrust toward uh, toward Cat at this point because she's getting into a big blow up with Jackson. Um, yeah. Which causes more sort of tension between you and her, which yeah. gets smoothed over uh, pretty quickly. Um, and at this point, they are talking. Uh, the six shooters are talking about kind of like uh, ditching Cat. Like, uh, let's just uh, let's just get rid of this whole situation. Um, and you uh, are going to sort of stick up for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't want them to disassociate with her and then have her end up going home because of lack of targets at that, at that point, it was like, well, if we ditch her and if, if six shooters didn't feel like she had value to them, I was afraid that not only would they disassociate, but she would end up in danger. Um, so I tried to keep her as like, just as like a number as like an honorary seven, which in hindsight was a bad play because then she did end up being good with us. And it was actually during have not week also when she was in the have not room with Christy and Tommy and Jackson, that she became really, really close with Christy mm-hmm. and Tommy. And that's actually what kind of screwed her because I'd been working so hard to having her be in good graces with six shooters. And then she developed more of a personal relationship with Christy and Tommy, but she was ultimately working with 
Jess, Nicole, and Cliff. So that's where Jack started to pick up on a lot of that. Um, and before he went out the door, he told Tommy, like, Kat has to go. And so that ended up, you know, a lot of things ended up shooting her in the foot. Yeah. Okay. Kat also, you know, the, during Jess's HOH week, had a lot to say to uh, to Tommy and Christy, which, yeah. you know, it didn't help her case the next yeah, week. She just, uh, <laughs> the art of secrecy. She has not mastered it at all. No, I tried to to teach her, but she was not a very good student. I'm pretty sure she's not actually in Mensa. (laughs) Well, so uh, to defend Kat in week three, you did mention that you had mutual friends and that uh, that, you know, if she betrayed like she wouldn't she couldn't betray you because you had mutual friends. Um, And at the time I was like, oh, my God, like you're you're spilling the beans here. What, What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it didn't go anywhere. This yeah. was not even the thing that people pointed to. It was the stagecoach thing that people pointed to. Yeah. Everybody was talking about, like, connections that they had. And, well, and Kat kept spilling the beans about, like, because she told people that I worked for, for Rockstar, the energy drink company, because she works for Monster. I worked for Rockstar. Nobody knew that. I made the executive decision to not talk about that because, well... But she started telling people that I worked for Rockstar. And I was like, Kat, you can't say that. So now, so people already knew that I worked for Rockstar. And our mutual friend that we have is somebody that I work with at Rockstar. And so she like said something about her. And I was like, I guess let's just go with this because if we're so open and honest about having mutual friends and like how crazy it is then why would people think that we know each other? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a hopeful reverse psychology thing. Yeah. Uh, you also kind Literally. of let Kat know that there was a big alliance, yeah. an alliance of eight. I don't think you told her the name, um, but you said like, there is a big alliance, but like, don't worry about it. You're not on the outside of it because yeah. it's not even a real thing at this point. Um, yeah. And that did kind of come back to bite you a little bit because uh, as you mentioned, Kat's not the best at keeping secrets. And very quickly, Tommy caught on to the fact that she knew about an alliance and he also yeah. kind of knew where that would have come from and yeah. uh this is kind of the start of uh of where you're gonna s- start to see some tension yeah. between yourself and tommy and christy and and jackson and all yeah that. yeah because my and this is why this is why it was so hard having somebody in the house that i knew it's like it could either be helpful or a hindrance and and it was a hundred percent both because that's so uh it was hard it was very hard to navigate, but I also wanted, cause I wanted to earn Kat's trust. So I wanted to keep her in the loop, but at the same time, I was scared of her running her mouth. And so I, and I, and I was scared of hurting her feelings. I didn't want her to know that all of these people had, because that it just, it seems it's also like very high school, you know, it's like, there's a click and you're not in it. It's, it sucks. And I didn't want her to be hurt by the fact that she wasn't in it so that's why i kind of tried to downplay it but i also wanted her to know because i you know i we were on the same team and i you know didn't want to be keeping big information like that from her because if and when she had found out about it elsewhere you know she would have lost huge trust in me if i hadn't told Mm -hmm. her that 
So, uh, so Cliff is the one that's evicted here. Um, and obviously he's next to Nicole. Did you have any reluctance to evict Cliff? Cause you did, uh, and Jackson a little bit more so, but you did have a relationship with him at the time. Yeah, no, I did. I had a really good relationship with Cliff. And so that, that was a toss up because a, my, my main motivation for not evicting Nicole was I just I thought she had kind of been screwed and I wanted to stick up for how she'd been treated, especially by Nick and Bella, because it really just did not sit well with me at all. And I know that, you know, you have to think about game first in big brother, but on a personal level, I didn't want to tolerate that. But then on a game level also it was like, okay, if only a select few of us save her in this game, then maybe that can be the final thing that really pulls her to our side. Um, And so I was hopeful about that, even though that was a tough decision because I felt really good with Cliff. So good to the point where when he was evicted, he went out immediately, um, won Paths to Redemption, came back in the house. And I immediately went up to him because I always wanted to be very straight up with people. And so I was like the first one to go up to him. And I said, I'm sorry. And he goes, it's okay. It's okay. I know that. He's like, he was trying to count the votes in his head. He's like, I know that, that you and Jackson voted to keep me. And he was trying to figure out who the other people were. And I was like, no, Cliff, I looked, I looked him in his eye and I said, I didn't Cliff. I voted you out. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And so like he and I were good because we were good because he thought that I would keep him. It was a no brainer for him. So but I didn't. I voted on. Yes, he he talked a lot about the uh, a conversation that he had between uh, both you and Jackson after being evicted, uh, where he kind of felt like uh, like okay, you got what you guys are telling me like oh this is all good like this is all part of the plan like yeah. you're hoping that I'm coming back like no well, that was and, bogus. yeah <laughs> obviously. Um, I guess it doesn't matter eventually, you know, and I talked about this with Cliff because uh, despite that, he still ends up trusting Jackson uh, far too much later in the game. Um, but um, so uh, so Cliff is then going to win the HOH mm-hmm. uh, and his plan is pretty quickly going to be he wants Jack and yeah. Jackson on the block. Uh, in the meantime, Jackson is coming up with a plan to uh, volunteer himself for the block because Christy has this power. He's uh, gotten Christy to agree that she'll use the power. If he goes up on the block, he's hoping that he'll go up next to um, I think it was Bella or Nick or something. I think, yeah, um, either one, either one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, that's not going to be what happens. Yeah. Um, but you did have a conversation with Kat at this time where you kind of entertain the idea of like, uh, I mean, if Jackson leaves, is that the worst thing for me at this point? I mean, yeah, because I had I had to think about that because getting closer with Jackson meant more of a target on my back. Um, and also, it's like, of course, these thoughts cross my mind. But also sharing them with Kat, again, just brings her closer to me, you know, um, knowing that she was really my priority and that she was because I didn't want her to think that he was taking rank over her at any point, because truly she was until she was evicted the whole time that she was in the house. She truly was my only final two. And I said it to her. I said it in the DR that if it came down 
to Catter Jackson. Like she was my final two. He would take, he was third in my eyes. Um, and so I wanted to reaffirm that to her. I really didn't want her to ever lose trust in me. Um, so I wanted to, you know, any hesitancy that I had, I, I definitely wanted to express to her and it was, you know, it was scary that, that I knew I was attached to Jackson and that eventually we would become a target. Cause I knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also got into uh, a pretty big fight with Jackson this week. Uh, this is the week that he's a have not. Um, oh and- my gosh. Yeah. And then also, um, you know, you, you had talked about, you know, talk, talk about the, the cameras and, and, uh, and stuff like that. And he, uh, was, was upset about, uh, feeling like you were doubting, uh, the relationship. And yeah. then, uh, and then you made a, a comment about his abs and that, uh, kind of, uh, turned into a, a whole thing. Yeah. That was a whole thing. Oh my gosh. That man. I mean, you guys, if you've seen live feeds, you know how ma- how much that man eats. And so I don't know why in the world he volunteered to be a have not because that week was all volunteer basis. And you know him, he's like, I just want to experience everything. I want to throw a rogue boat. I want to be a have not. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. But also chill, bro. So he was a have not and he went from eating like 4,000 calories a day or 5,000 or whatever, like a lot of food. He literally constantly eats to starvation because of slop because slop is disgusting. And I tried to make fun things out of slop for them. Um, they were just like deep frying. It was disgusting. Yeah. Sam talked about that. (laughs) So, so nasty. I don't know why they just deep fry their slop. They made it like rock hard. So I finally, like I got sick of watching them make that shit. And so towards the end of the week, I started making like slop burgers for them, like a bunch of different things. I made um, like pudding out of the, I like sifted out just the powder from the slop. And anyway, I made some like pretty good stuff. Oh, and some like um, peach flavored oats using peach squencher. It was actually really good. Like a peach cinnamon. It tasted like, um, like peach crisp. Oh, it was really good. Anyway, he, Okay. I joke around that I get hangry because if you don't feed me, I get super cranky. Oh, he blows me out of the water with his hanger. When he doesn't eat, it is like the world is actually ending. So yeah, he was really not fun on slop. He was, he he got a little dramatic and, and like I was, I again, like didn't realize because it's, you know, we're still learning about each other and, and learning about each other's little ticks And I'm such a dry, sarcastic person. And I know, I know that my humor, a lot of people don't get, and it comes off as bitchy because I am so dry and sarcastic. I always have been. I know somewhat of it is a defense mechanism and somewhat of it is just the fact that I was raised around cowboys and that's like the type of sense of humor. You just like poke fun at and, and are super sarcastic and, and people anyway. So I was joking around with him and it got taken way more seriously than I meant to. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Slop was a bad week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, was there any point where you, you thought this was, this was it for oh, yeah. the relationship? Cause oh, it for definitely sure. Cause I already had way. doubts. And then I guess to, to finish that, that part of the question too, um, because I'd had doubts from the beginning because I am of really um, because I am a really private person. Um, I'm 
a pretty conservative person. I, I mean, I come from a very conservative family in Wyoming in terms of just like, we don't really talk about emotions very much. We don't talk about relationships very much. Um, I, and, and in relationships, I'm usually kind of old school. Um, and so it was very weird to be in the public eye and to have accelerated emotions because it's like, everything is just so accelerated. I mean, you move so much quicker because you're around these people 24 seven. So it's like Jackson and I like got, we got really serious right away, but I was so hesitant and so like indecisive of, of whether I wanted that or not, because it's like, okay, there's an age difference. I want to be realistic of if this is even going to work in the real world. I don't know. And also if it's going to hurt my game, then I just want to be done with it right now. But at the same time, I was like really falling for him and the feelings scared me. And there was, there was just a lot of different reasons. So I was all back and forth. And, and the big thing was like, I didn't really know. And this is naive of me. I didn't watch live feeds and I know people are like laughing. I've never watched live feeds before. And I know people are like, yes, you idiot. Um, And so I really didn't know how that would work out. And I asked, you know, I like, I asked in the DR, like, do I need to worry about anything? And I was told that I didn't, which obviously I did need to worry about. So anyway, I just, I was just really indecisive. And so I get it. I, it, it wore on him because he, and he's expressed that to me a lot, how he was like, well, I didn't, I just never felt like I was good enough. And I'm like, and I get it. Cause I totally treat, I acted like that. Cause I just couldn't make up my damn mind. Yeah. Um, so Jackson is going to win the veto here uh, and Christy has her power. So theoretically everything should be fine. Um, but she is freaking out a little bit uh, and she ends up making a deal with Cliff, which she uh, sort of brings to you guys, the six shooters um, and says, Hey, I just made this deal. I'm amazing. Uh, isn't this great? Um, what were your thoughts about this deal? That's how Christy operates. I just did this. Here you go. It's like, I don't know, Christy, if she was, if she were a true team player, it would have been a, Hey, is this a good idea? I'm thinking about making this move. How do you guys feel about it? But, but that's not how Christy operates. Um, Christy just does whatever the heck she wants. And sometimes she'll tell us sometimes she wouldn't. Um, I don't know. I, I also was really hesitant about Christy actually using her power on Jackson because I, didn't trust her from the beginning. So I just, I was very, very skeptical. Um, obviously the deal worked out. Um, but yeah, Christine. Yeah. And I mean, from this point on, it's, it does seem like Cliff really is able to build and maintain a reputation for being very honest. Yeah. Yeah. Which is helpful. Yeah. Um, true. So, <laughs> Going to the next week after Bella is evicted, there was a little bit of uh, shenanigans uh, with like blueberry pancakes um, and and so on. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Because just because we heard her out, just because we listened to her, she took that as like, oh, well, Holly and Jackson are going to flip the vote and keep me. And then everybody lost trust in us. And it was like, just because Jackson was literally like, joking around saying if we decide to do it we'll give nicole a code word but also bella was bella was like telling us that she already had nicole and probably jess and then she was telling nicole that she already had jackson and i 
when in reality, she didn't have any of us truly. Um, so we just went along with it a little bit because obviously like we, we did consider it because obviously we, you have to consider everything, but we didn't even, we hardly gave her any reason to think that we really would keep her, especially me. I like hardly even said anything during her campaign. And Jackson was just like, okay, if we decide to do this, we'll say blueberry pancakes. (laughs) Well, it was very similar to the Nick and Bella situation so from w- from week uh, week two, where uh, you know the rest of the six shooters were kind of already starting to lose trust yeah. in the two of you, and so when it when it became known that like you were even talking to Bella, it was like ah, well, that's confirmation that we right. can't trust them. And um, talking to her meant we listened to her campaign. She campaigned to every person in the house. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, you guys. Whatever. Yes. And so heading into the next HOH, uh, you know, it, things might have been a little tense depending on who won the right. HOH. But you are the one that ends up winning. Um, yeah. And uh, Sis was not super pleased about this because Jackson was like, no, you got to win. And you were like, oh, I would have given it to you. Um, I mean, I was just telling her that I really didn't mm-hmm. want to give it to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you did, uh, you did want to counter the sort of the perception because a lot of people were already talking about like, is this going to be Jackson's HOH? Right. And you were like, you, you're not sleeping up here with me, yeah. uh, which did, which didn't last super long, but, uh, I think was, you know, good intentions there. Yeah. Well, I, I split the week. I was like, okay, I want, cause also I knew, I knew that I was starting to lose some trust within, within my lives, especially with the girls. And it was like, at that point I was trying to distance myself from sis so that she and I didn't become targets and didn't go up on the block next to each other and have me go home. But at the same time, like, but I still wanted to keep them close enough. And so I was like, all right, let's split the week. Um, and have the girls sleep up there with me for the first half of the week. And then Jackson sleep up there with me for the second half. Um, and also it was important that, that people knew that we were playing our own game. I wanted to always be the lesser of the targets between the two of us, but I really didn't. And, and even just for like my own pride as a woman, I didn't want people thinking he was running my HOH because in all honesty, he was the only one not telling me what to do. Christy, of course, mm-hmm. tried to boss me around. Well, I mean, Christy tries to boss everybody around, but it's like, yes, my Alliance was trying to tell me what to do. Jackson genuinely wasn't. And it bummed me out when I obviously live feeders see a lot more, but that bummed me out a lot in the episode because the only conversation that they show was the, the one conversation where Jackson happened to be in the room. Cause during my HOH, I did one-on-ones with every single person. Every single person came up and talked to me in the HOH room and I had Jackson leave for all of them. But then mm-hmm. Sam came up a second time to talk to me because he know he knew he, he knew he was going up. And that conversation might have even been after he was already up. Um, I can't. He had a lot of conversations with. You. I can't remember. I mean, he was up there a lot. He was up yeah. there a lot. But the only conversation that they aired was the one where Jackson happened to be there. He was up there in my bed, and that was the only one that made TV, which really bummed mm-hmm. me out because every one-on-one was just me, and Sam was up there a ton, back and forth to my room, and. It was always just me, except for the one time when Jackson was there. Anyway, whatever. Um, But I didn't want people to think that he was running my HOH at all because he wasn't. And and it pissed me off that 
people thought that he was he was the reason I stayed on the vine. No, I wanted to win that HOH. I just wanted to do so without getting a target on my back. And so, and, and I didn't want to piss sis off because I knew that, you know, she's sensitive. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I wanted her to think that I wanted to throw it to her and I wanted to stay on her good side. And even when she was up there, cause she was really, really trying to get me to drop. She really wanted to win an HOH. And so she was saying like, I'll give you this. I'll give you back rubs. I'll give you lasagna, which is our code word for money. Um, Mm -hmm. she was like, I'll give you whatever. And, and I was up there contemplating it and trying to look like a little weaker of a competitor than I actually am. When in my head, I was like, are you kidding me? No. Like the fact that I'd hung up there for like two and a half hours or whatever it was, like, I wasn't going to throw it at that point. And that's what Jackson was like. Why as a competitor, he was like, why in the world would you throw that? You've hung up here for hours. And so you know, it's, it's definitely seen like him pushing me to not throw it, but also cause I'm not like a super athletic person. Sis is a D one athlete. She's 22 years old. She's nine years younger than me. I was never an athlete growing up. I was a dancer, but I quit when I was 16. That was a long time ago. I'm not a super athletic person. I don't go to the gym. I don't work out. And so when I stayed on the vines that long, it was like, Oh shit. I'm doing a lot better than I thought. And so the competitive like grit in me and like the country girl was like, all right, you're doing it. Like this is time you're winning this. Um, I just didn't want to look like too strong of a competitor anyway. But yeah, that, that really pissed sis off a lot. It was not happy about that. Yeah, well, Christy and Sis had a, a conversation um, after you won where they were kind of like they were worried that you uh, would sort of realize that you were on the bottom of the six shooters and uh, that you would not target Nick and Sam. Again, it was it really reminded me a lot of the Nick and Bella HOH reign where uh, you guys were kind of trying to, like, appease them and be like, hey, we're still on your side. Yeah. Don't don't target us target yep. the the people we want you to um yep. so christy was kind of doing the same thing and and she definitely yep. was trying to push nick and sam on uh onto you and that's going to be right. a struggle throughout the week as nick wins the veto and you want to put nicole up and christy's trying to make sure that you uh that you don't well and she also wanted me to be you know burying her dirty laundry because she had you know formed an alliance with nick and sam and without telling the rest of us and so she wanted to make damn sure that sam went home um after nick won the veto um and i did contemplate keeping sam to be you know a sniper to take shots at my own alliance but at the, there were a couple reasons that i wanted to win that hoh because also it was so clear that there were already targets it was an easy, honestly, it was an easy HOH to win. And if my MO this whole time is to fly under the radar, then why would I want to win during a hard week? I knew that it was going to be easy when I was hanging up on those vines and I'm looking over and I, it, it pained me because Sam was so sweet and like motivating and he, and obviously cause everybody was, but he was like rooting us on. And I was like looking over at Nick and Sam and I was like, damn, I'm going to hopefully send one of you home this week. Cause it was easy. It was like, 
it was the easy way out and I knew I wouldn't get a lot of blood on my hands. So that's another reason that I wanted to win it. And then it's like, I knew that best case scenario for my game was to stick with that plan because not as messy. And I wanted to get back in like better graces with my Alliance. That's when I was kind of starting to, even though I knew at some point I needed to break away, I thought it was premature at that stage. It was like, I need to separate myself from these people, but I don't think now is the time. And so I wanted to like nourish that relationship. And so I had the girls sleep in my room and then I, you know, went with the the original plan, but it, it was very, very tempting to keep Sam to take shots. Mm -hmm. And then there was, there was like nobody else to put up really except Nicole, it didn't really make sense at that stage to send anybody else home. And I really didn't know where Nicole's head was. I knew that there was more going on than, obviously, there was a lot more going on than she portrayed. And I didn't think, you know, I really did not think she was on our team. And mm-hmm. it worried me. And so she was the only person that I could make sense of, of putting up. Yeah. Uh, and so... Cat at this point lets you know about uh, the Cliffs Angels yeah. Alliance, um, and she she is kind of uh, the one really pushing. Like uh, you can't trust Nicole. Um, Nicole is not to be trusted. She does not have y'all's backs. Right. Um, exactly. And uh, I, I I I still I think I think part of this comes from the fact that the blame that's being sort of uh, shifted onto you and, and Jackson and a little bit to Cat for talking to Bella the previous week it's it's basically it's like either you or Nicole and I think she felt like by throwing Nicole under the bus it would help exonerate you guys I'm not exactly sure where that where it came from but she's also going to volunteer for the block and uh that's that's sort of another decision that um you know you guys talked about like using it to hide your relationship um but definitely left her in a very vulnerable position when uh you know everything sort of uh blows up yeah that was a dumb that was a dumb move (laughs) um that was so stupid um yeah i knew it was i knew it was risky because i knew that People were already suspicious of our relationship, um, but I was hoping that it would help diffuse it. Um, and also, I was hoping that people would think that there were some like awkward tension because of our dynamic with Jackson. And I was hoping that maybe they would think like, oh, damn, she really wants to get her out or whatever, um, or doesn't care enough about her to put her on the block. Um, so, and if I, if I put Nicole up, it would not have been as a pawn. If I put anyone up next to Sam, they would have been my target and I would have leveraged Sam to stay in the house and work with me. Um, so I knew it was a big decision. It was like, if I'm leaving or if, if anybody else is going on the block next to Sam, they're going home. If Kat goes up, Sam's going home was, mm-hmm. was my hope. And then that, oh my gosh, that whole because at that point, I did not know that Kat had told Jackson that we knew each other. And I didn't know that Jackson had told Jack. So I thought that this was a much safer plan. If I had known that there was speculation, genuine, real speculation that we knew each other, I wouldn't have risked that. But I didn't know. And then, of course, I didn't know because... That week, too, that's when Jackson was getting more and more paranoid about Christy. And I was, too. Obviously, I've seen Christy for who she was since the beginning, like literally since day one when I was like, oh, this girl is like all over the place. I don't know if I can trust her. And she ran her mouth so much, even when we were 
were very closely aligned. She worried me. And I was like, I was even trying to reel her in with like, when we were closely aligned, it was like, stop blabbing because you're going to get yourself in hot water and you might get me in hot water. So ah, stop. Um, So it was very early on that I was mistrusting of Christy. And then Jackson started to trust her less and less for very good reason. But I didn't want him to just go full on try to pull because he really did think that he and Jack had a solid relationship. Uh, But I knew that Jack was blinded by Christy and I wish that Jackson had, cause he, we talked about it a lot. He talked about trying to why, you know, help Jack wise up to Christy. He tried, he, he talked about trying to drive them apart or, you know, pull Jack away from her, I guess. And I knew that that was a handle with care situation. And I really wish that Jackson had brought me into that conversation. I wish I'd been there for that conversation because maybe if it was like a two on one, maybe if I were there, I could have helped make a little more sense of it or whatever. I mean, it it actually ended up ultimately working to our benefit. Um, It just got really messy for a while there, but um, yeah, that was so stupid of him to go and tell Jack and, and expect Jack to, to choose anyone over Christy. Well, well, that was the thing. He actually, uh, like, he succeeded in, in terms of uh, getting Jack to flip on Christy. Jack was actually anti-Christy. Um, it yeah. was actually Tommy uh, that was the problem because uh, sort of Tommy was sort of the real, uh, the real power yeah. uh, in that in that crew, and he had the closer relationship with Jack. He had a final two with Jack. Right. They so, they had a real final two. Yes. And so Jack went to Tommy, uh, mm-hmm. who I think was also at that point kind of considering like, uh, well, maybe I should just drop her. But I know her. I have that connection. He, so he tried to work to keep the group together. Um, and of course, that meant trying to blame uh, Cliff and and Cat for like uh, you know d- the typical sort of scapegoat uh, strategy that's been working yeah. so far, um, but that didn't work with Jackson, uh, who sort of explains they're like, well, no, they're not lying because they know each other. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, then yeah. Jack goes to Tommy about that, and Tommy recognizes how threatening that is and decides he wants yeah, to uh, flip this vote. Yeah, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. Yeah. That both Tommy and Christy were really spearheading trying to flip the vote um, because we knew each other. And it's like, okay, come on. I mean, I get it, obviously, for game. But I was like, really, Christy? Really, Tommy? Oh, the hypocrisy. Yeah. Because um, this this is also, this is the week you're really getting a lot closer to Cliff this week, mm-hmm. uh, reeling him in. Yeah. Um, I know at the time you guys talked about using him uh, against Christy. Yeah. Uh, and of course, in the meantime, he uh, had sort of sniffed out the fact that there was a, a rift between Christy and Jackson. Yeah. And he was uh, definitely getting into Jackson's ear yeah. about Christy and trying to accelerate this. Uh, when Sam goes to Jackson to pitch against Christy, all kind of clicks together for Jackson that Christy yeah. has been working against him. Yeah. He wants to flip the vote. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately you're like, I mean, that'd be great, but cats on the block. Yeah. yeah. Can't vote out cat. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so then you went to Cliff and you talked to him about Christy and that's when he lets you know that Christy told him mm-hmm. that Jackson was the rogue vote, um, yeah. which seemed to me like, yeah. like the selling point to you that, okay, yeah, Christy's definitely, yeah. uh, been working against us at this yeah. point. It's like, there's all, there's so many things. It's like, I had had bad 
a bad feeling for a long time. And then it's like, there's only so many like little bits of information that you can get that stack up as evidence, you know, against her. And I was like, all right. Yes. So then, you know, then Jackson goes to Jack and everything that happens there. And Tommy tries to flip the vote and it seems like it's working. Uh, and so we, we caught some of this, um, but I think there was some of it that we didn't catch as well, uh, where, you know, you overhear Tommy talking with yeah. um, Nicole, Sis, Nicole? Sis. Sis. Uh, with Sis, and that sort of gets you like, uh oh, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. not good. Um, and you I'm get not. into action. It, it, it seems to me like this is uh, perhaps your finest hour in the house. The fact that you managed to uh, keep yeah. Kat in the game. I Can swear, you explain I, the strategy? Oh my gosh, I swear I should get an Academy Award for that. Um, yeah, I heard, I had a weird, there was a weird energy. I knew something was going on. I just like sensed the energy, you know, I manifested it, whatever, oh my God. Um, but I knew something was up. And so I started eavesdropping and I heard Tommy and Sis say, well, should we tell Sam or not? And I knew that Sam's eviction speech was going to be different based on whether he thought he was going home or not. Cause he wanted to say to Zach and Bradley, daddy's coming home if he knew he were going home. And so that's what they were talking about. I was like, Oh shit. Not only are they flipping the vote, like they're well into this. So, uh, I went and told Jackson and then Tommy came out and he was in the kitchen and Tommy and I are very much on the same wavelength. And so I figured you know, he would respect me enough to to tell me what was up and he would be transparent with me. And so I would like basically corner him in the kitchen. I was like, what's going on? And he was like, I don't know, nothing. I was like, are you flipping the vote? You know, and I like he didn't want to tell me he didn't want to tell me. And I like demanded it out of him. I was like, Tommy, this is my HOH. We are in the same alliance. You need to be honest with me. And so that's when we went into the boat room and he told me, Jack, Jackson told Jack that you and Kat know each other and, you know, filled me in. And then as Tommy and I are talking, more people start to come into the room, come into the room, come into the room. And then that's when I was just like, and I'm like doing my makeup, getting ready for live night, which is like just so awkward and funny that like that's when this happened. But I was just like so dumbfounded seeming and and confused by it. And and saying and I kept saying, like, wait, who knows each other? Me and Jackson? You know, people are like, no, not you and Jackson, you and Kat. And I was like, oh what? No, Kat and I don't know each other. What the heck? And then I got pissed off at Jackson, you know, I, which I was, to be honest, I was mad at him, but I way oversold that and was like furious with him and furious that he would betray me and wondering where, like, and try to use me. I acted like he was trying to use me falsify information and manipulate Jack with it. You know, like I was like, I don't care. Like we, I can do damage control later and Jackson's already the bad guy. So it doesn't matter if I make him more of the bad guy, but I wanted to make sure that he was the bad guy and not, um, not cat. Um, and I, I was like, cat does not deserve this. Like yada, yada, whatever. Anyway, Academy award winning performance. If I do say for myself and, and cat stayed. Oh. Yes, she did. Um, it was a close one. Very. Um, but, uh, wow. Yeah, that definitely was the turning point for your game in, in different ways, in the sense that it was basically the end of the six shooters yeah. and 
kind of the start of uh, like uh, like you starting to be a little bit on the outs yeah. and uh, needing to try to work your way back in. Eventually, uh, it's just going to it's going to be, you know, competition win after competition win. Yeah. Um, but uh Keeping cat definitely necessary uh, as it uh, basically acts as a buffer in the, yeah. in the one of the few weeks that uh, that you were not in power. Yeah. Um, so uh, so cat stays in the game um, and we get to uh, the next HOH, which Jess is going to win, uh, which, you know, total wild card uh, out of nowhere. Um, and so Cliff, Cliff and Cliff's Angels, essentially uh, Cliff and, and, and Nicole really would love for uh, the four of the six to be targeted, yeah. knowing that after what just happened, it's clearly you and Jackson that are on the outs. Right. Cliff's idea is let's use the two to attack the four. Um, and uh, and of course, Kat is also selling that because she's close with you guys. Yeah. Um, although she kind of uh, wanted to make sure Jackson was on the block, which uh, was definitely risky because yeah. uh, Christy still had her power. Yep. Um, uh, I really, I really disagreed with that, with those nominations. Uh, but what are you going to do? It worked out because yeah. she won the veto. But um, so you did a lot of damage control after uh, day 44, yeah. um, after Jess wins the HOH. Uh, and it seems to be working for a little while, but it sort of eventually, you know, once the nominations come through and the veto is, is won by Jess and it's very clear that, you know, Jack is kind of the one that's going to go home. You know, Christy and, and company were uh, expecting at that point that you would basically be voting Jackson out. And when it became clear that that was not the case, uh, that's when, you know, the relationship between you and the rest of six shooters finally kind of like yeah you know gets put out of its misery yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> um and honestly like day 44 was one of the best things that could have happened to us because we both knew we wanted to separate ourselves from the alliance we'd been working with um and we started to get you know in hot there was like distrust towards us and that was nerve-wracking and there were just a lot of it's like we needed to reset. We needed to reprogram our game. And so I was so happy that day 44 allowed us to totally be on the outside because we were less threatening to the other side of the house. Um, and with even within our alliance, it was like, oh, well, they have no one. And that was our point. Like we really harnessed it and ran with it. We slept in the have not room. We really just, I mean, oversold the fact that we had no one but each other and, you know, poor me. Um, and so, and, and I had a good relationship with Jess. And so actually when she won her HOH, I spent a lot of time up there. Um, Cause just on a personal level, it's like, that's who I wanted to be around was like Jess, Nicole and Kat. Cause I just liked them and I wanted to be around them. And um, so it was kind of good because I got to sort of nurture those relationships a little bit more and, um and yeah um and cliff as well uh and mm -hmm. and then start to kind of think a few steps ahead it i didn't want to start like reassembling an army then because it was way too premature and i didn't want anybody to think that i was using them out of desperation using them them out of necessity at all so i just kind of you know existed and worked on my social game but didn't really talk a lot of game game um but was always tried to be there when when jess was in her hoh room to just kind of 
make sure that Jack was still the target. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I was and, never going to vote Jacks now, even if I pretended like I would. Yes. So. Um, and so uh, you had sort of initially been targeting Sis at the beginning of that week, um, but that shifted toward the end of the week. Cat um, was still very anti Sis for a while, but eventually the two of you kind of come to the agreement that, like, uh, it, it's got to be. Christian, Christy and Tommy are the most threatening people yeah. in this house. Um, they have to go uh, either Christy first or Nicole or, or, uh, or Tommy first. Um, you kind of, uh, I think you wanted Christy first and Cliff wanted Tommy first. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, I always, I always wanted Christy first. If I'd like in an ideal world, Tommy and I would have been on the same team until the end. We mm-hmm. always like, I feel like we had sort of, an unspoken just I don't know respect for each other's games unspoken like I don't know I just always loved Tommy I never I never wanted to be against him I wanted to break up him and Christy and I did know that he was a, a threat for sure um and I I would rather him be a target than, than me obviously but um especially because he and I were kind of similar in our gameplay and so normally I would see that as threatening and want to get rid of him um but no, I I always wanted Christy out before him. Always. Yes. And he he really he like threw a Hail Mary there at the end of the week uh, by approaching you and Jackson uh, toward the end of the week and, and basically saying, like, I love you guys. Uh, I don't want to, you know, like. maybe we have friends that are working against each other, but that doesn't mean that we have to be. Um, And, you know, I don't want to go against you. He was really good at doing that with everybody. Yes. Um, yeah, this I, is, I, saw, I, I knew what he was It's doing. really, I mean, I, I feel like it's this conversation that essentially uh, is why he makes it to the final five uh, and, and all of his other allies are shot in front of him, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, he has this conversation with you. It seems to land well, especially with Jackson. Um, and, uh, and the two of you uh, are, are essentially like, yeah. It, Tommy's not on our radar. We'll go yeah. after Christy. We'll go after the yeah. other people. Uh, Tommy will be last. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the, uh, the, and the, it's like, the if you're going to live in a house with somebody for 99 days, you want to enjoy it. And, you know, Tommy's a blast to be around. So there's also that. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jack is evicted, uh, and we head into the next week where Tommy wins the HOH and, uh, you know, lucky for, uh, you guys, you had that great conversation with him and he does want to keep you both safe, but he wants to sort of disarm you, uh, kind of, uh, make sure that the link between you and Cliff's angels is severed. And so he's going to be targeting cat. Uh, and of course, you know the field trip kind of gets in the way briefly but uh that gets nullified yeah. uh he was never putting jackson up so it didn't even matter that jackson won the the safety yeah. uh and eventually it becomes cliff and cat on the block and um and i so initially you guys kind of thought like okay so cliff is is the target here cliff's probably going home um yeah yes because you i mean you were talking you were just talking about like in the previous week you were kind of intentionally sitting back like, Hey, we're alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the week where you kind of continued doing that strategy. Yeah. Um, and this is the week where I felt like, ah, guys, you gotta start getting involved cause you're going to lose an ally here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you, you kind of, I, I think sat back maybe a little too long, uh, because by the time you realized that it was going to be cat, uh, it was a little bit too late. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it would have 
changed. Like, I really don't know if things would have been different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, cause, cause really what, what sealed the deal with that is before Jack left, he told Tommy, you need to get cat out. And like, she's playing every side of the house. She's a threat. You need to get her out. And so that, well, he, like, tr- he tried that blackmail attempt on her, which blackmail Jack uh, or Tommy? You know it wasn't, it wasn't part of the episode. Uh, so, um, he had a couple of plans. One was to offer a deal to Cliff, uh, which Cliff obviously declined. Um, but another one of his plans was, uh, to go to Kat and essentially say, wouldn't it be terrible if Jess found out that you, uh, were a vote, uh, that you knew about the Cliff vote, um, between Cliff and Nicole? Like, wouldn't it be bad if, if, Je- if, if they found out about how yeah. you've been, you know, kind of, uh, in the middle of these, like, he was trying to blackmail mm-hmm. her. Um, and it was, it was very funny. So throughout this week, as the the targets falling on Cat, um, you are also becoming, I think, bigger and bigger targets for the rest of the house. As Nick mm-hmm. is really trying to put together a coalition uh, to form against you, right. he, uh, he even wanted to get you on the block uh, that week. Um, yeah. And uh, and and so when that when that failed, it was that he needed to get Cat out, and he wanted to bring together a group of six people uh, to yeah. pull in. Cliff and Nicole, who he had been getting closer to and uh, target the two of you. And that's going to be the, the, the sixth deal. Uh, And of course he's also going to make his own deal with you to, uh, to cover his bases. Uh, Freaking Nicole or freaking Nick. I called him out on that. Yes. But, uh, but when the the deal was proposed to Nicole, uh, she, ended up telling Jess about it, who then went to sis and went to you and kind of started to blow a bunch of stuff up, which just like caused utter chaos. Blew up everything. Um, yeah. I don't know what she was doing. I don't know what her motive was there. I don't know what she was thinking. I'm super glad she told me about the six. Thanks mm-hmm. Jess. But also she started like just gossiping about like personal drama and just blowing up everybody's everything. Talking about how Nicole didn't like it when Christy and sis were laughing at Cliff and how you were a part yeah. of it somehow. Yeah. Cause um, I was there, which cause I saw them laughing mm-hmm. at Cliff and making fun of him and, and Nicole, I was in the room when Nicole brought it up. Yeah. So then she said that I said it or something. And it was so weird too. Cause when Nicole was talking about it, Jess was just like staring into space. Like, mm hmm. Right. Nicole was like, I felt like Nicole was so emotional. She just she was like, mm-hmm. right. I was like, I didn't even know she heard that. And then all of a sudden she's, yeah, whatever. Very strange. That was a uh, weird night. That was, it was Jess, very was, Jess was exhausted. Like this game until you played it, you really don't understand the toll it takes. It really takes an emotional toll on people. Mm-hmm. And it, it was hard on Jess. She got really just drained and exhausted and, and that was the point where she was just hitting a wall like and and i just don't think she uh, yeah she was just overwhelmed i think and i'm not really sure what her intent was there but it got messy yeah and well at the very least you now have like full confirmation that these people are against yeah. you uh yeah. jackson is going to overhear sis talking about like who do they have they have nobody um they don't win so... comps they don't they have nobody <laughs> and yeah. you're, you guys are in trouble here yeah 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 hot water um, it made, it, that's when the game got fun that's when the game got really interesting well that's when you started trading wins off with jackson i know it was like all right i guess the whole like under the radar thing like yeah 
out the window a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I still kind of, I still kind of played under a little bit, but a little bit. Um, so, uh, so Kat ends up being a victim. She blows up Cliff's angels. Uh, she's yeah. disappointed in Cliff. Uh, Nicole's students think about how they're going to think about it. Um, and, uh, she, she ends up being evicted. You did vote to evict her reluctantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we get to, uh, the slip and slide. HOH, mm-hmm. where uh, this is kind of a, a must win for Jackson. And uh, Jackson we were basically, myself, yeah. Yes. Uh, and it definitely felt like this was, you know, this usually goes to somebody who's very tall and very athletic, uh, who's not going to like fall all the time. Yeah. Um, and we knew that Jackson had hurt his ankle. So we were wondering if that was going to impact yeah. his performance uh, because otherwise he'd be the heavy favorite to win this one. Right. Uh, ultimately it did not impact his performance. He, uh, he, he killed it. Um, and, uh, and, and with that, things are going to start to turn around. Also a little side note. Do you, did it show? I, I don't know if live feeds could see the episode surely didn't show. I was right behind him, mm-hmm. right behind him which that comp like like you said the the favorite to win it would be a tall heavy athletic guy because you need you need weight you need gravity for that you really do um and i did not fall once and i was right behind him like nick would have been i think nick tried to a few people tried to say after that like that they threw it and it was no 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 plan going into that was to throw it so that Cliff or Nicole would win and take the shots for them, their dirty work for them. But no, once they realized it was Cliff inside, they certainly did not throw it. So a few of them were trying to say afterwards that they threw it, but no, they didn't. Yeah, they um, didn't want Jackson to win. They... Yeah, exactly. So I knew if I knew if Jackson didn't win, because I was worried about his foot too. I knew if he didn't win... I needed a win. So I was busting my ass and I beat Nick. I beat Christy. I beat, I beat everybody that thought they were, anyway, just wanted to point that out there because then later when, when the jury's like, well, what did Holly even do? And sis was like, Holly didn't even do anything. And I was like, I mean, I beat your ass in like every comp, like I was right behind Jackson in a comp that I shouldn't have won. Anyway, just wanted to point that out. <laughs> there you <laughs> but, go. Because I was I was worried that he wouldn't. I was really worried about his foot. Mm-hmm. So um, that was like that was a week where it was like, okay, no BS. One of us has to pull this out. So luckily he won, and and things were able to shift. Yes, and uh, Cliff is going to be talking to Jackson a lot, mm-hmm. um, pretty quickly, like, explaining more about what was happening yep. the previous week. And he was, you know, like, "What am I going to do? They're offering me a deal. I got to take it." Yep. Um, but you guys have always had a close relationship, and so uh, it, it only makes sense that you guys would sort of team up with Cliff against the other uh, group who have more numbers and are more mm-hmm. threatening anyway, um, yeah. who are clearly coming for you. Yeah. And Cliff's sort of uh, uh, thing is that like Nicole's got to come along too. Uh, mm-hmm. like uh, no, no putting Nicole up. Uh, yeah, I want Nicole to be in on this as well. Um, and so this is when the four of you start to discuss working together moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And that was that was good because I wanted to work with both of them for a while. Um, and I I'd kind of planted the seed a little bit at different times. Um, not too much because I really never wanted to be one that went back on my word. And again, I never wanted, never wanted to use people out of necessity. I wanted to establish genuine relationships that 
hopefully I would have a return on investment with. And, and that was a point where I, it would. And also with, with Cliff, after he made that deal, of course I was, you know, betrayed, but I knew that it was a smart game move for him. And I knew that I wouldn't do anything different, but I did have a conversation with him upstairs by the fish tank. I sat him down and I was like, come on, Cliff, like you and I are straight shooters. Um, I've always had your back. I can't believe, you know, I was like very just blunt with him. I was like, I can't believe you did this to us. Like kind of just trying to guilt trip him a little bit. Um, so he, he, so kind of stick a little IOU in his pocket. Um, but then, you know, from, from that, it organically happened that the four of us started working together, which I was thrilled by. Uh, I, yeah, I saw them as similar game players to myself and had been wanting to, to work something out for a while. It just hadn't made sense before. And so that was great. Yeah, it definitely seems like it, it took a while uh, with Nicole uh, to kind of uh, trust her. Because, because um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even, Especially her relationship with Nick at yeah. the time was very scary for you. Yes. And that's, and we'll get into that during my HOH. That's a lot of the reason that between Nick and Christy, that's a lot of the reason that I knew Nick had, that I wanted Nick to go first, even right. though I knew Christy had to go, but Nick was very close with Nicole. And even though, you know, I had a final four with Nicole, I also did want to disarm her. Um, yes. So. He was also your white whale. Yeah. And he was my white whale. And it's like, just for my pride's sake, it's like, well, I missed a shot with him before. Not going to miss this time. Um, but um, yeah, I, it was really hard for me to trust Nicole because, and even when we were in a final four, like I trusted her, but not fully, especially because I knew like there was still Nick who ranked higher on the totem pole than anyone else um, aside from Cliff. And and yeah, she'd been so back and forth and played very emotionally at times that I was always a little worried um, and a little sketched out. Um, but I was I was happy to like actually lock something in and feel more secure about it. Yeah. So Jackson wants Christy out this week. Mm -hmm. um, you wanted Nick out, but Jackson wanted Christy yeah. out and Jackson's the HOH. So uh, Jackson's going to put Christy and sis on the block. Mm -hmm. um, but it seems like it seems to me like you never really wanted Christy out this week that uh, especially no, once I they did. made their pitches to you um, like sis made a very bad pitch uh, and, and Christy made a pitch yeah. that that kind of had you in tears. Um, and Those were uh, also a little I was just trying to get on Christy's level. Yes, that was also a little uh, like, yeah, I was exhausted and and bombed, but. I was also like trying to kind of play off of Christy and her like a little more. I don't know. Or like get on, not get on her level, but yeah. Cause she had frustrated me so much. And I like, we had had, we had had such a good, um, like heart to heart. And then it didn't really matter. Cause she still just like kept going against me. And so, yeah. So whatever I was frustrated. Yeah. But sister pitch sucks. Yeah. It was so bad. Um, but I did, I did want Christy gone because I didn't trust her and I thought, um, that she was more of a threat obviously. But so at first I was like, why even bother putting sis on the block next to her? But then I started thinking more about it and it was like, you know what, actually sis could easily float through this game easily. 
and make it to the end. Whereas Christy, yeah, she's pissing us off, but she's pissing other people off too. Um, so at the start of the week, I 100% wanted Christy gone. I was, I was totally behind that decision. Uh, but it started throughout the week to make more and more sense to, to get rid of sis, because it's like, if like, who, who would take a shot at her? What would be their reasoning? Like, why would anybody, she hadn't done any, like anything in the game. She hadn't like really won anything. Nobody really disliked her. It was like, but she also had allies. Like she had Nick, she had Tommy. And also they had her. It's like Christy has sis in her corner. Tommy has sis in his corner. Nick had sis in his corner. So it started to make more and more sense. Yes. And then Taco Tuesday happens, uh, which seemed like uh like it really provided you with the ammunition you needed to finally kind of like talk Jackson into this. Yeah. And honestly like Taco Tuesday it's like all of that was already everything that they thought about everyone already knew. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a big I don't know, it wasn't as big of a revelation as everybody really thought. It just kind of proved how many people Nick had in his corner, but it's like, we already knew that. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. I think Taco Tuesday got a little more, um, I don't know, spotlight than it should have. It was just dramatic. They were just being dramatic, but it's like, we already, like, I already knew everything that they both were doing. So it's like, okay, guys, big deal. Yes. Well, uh, Christy is then going to sort of pitch herself to be like, I am now the anti Nick candidate. Um, And uh, she's basically going to promise you, the world, uh, anything you want, master, uh, I will give to you. Go Christy Um, and her false promises. Yes. Uh, because by, by the end of the week, she's already talking with Nick, uh, you know, like, uh, trying like, I, I think if, uh, if you hadn't won this HOH, there would have been peace between, uh, Christy and Nick, um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, you go into the next HOH after sis goes home. Um, and so you would, you and Jackson had talked about throwing this HOH a few times. Um, and afterward, uh, it, it, it did seem like you were like, ah, I didn't really intend to win that one. Um, did, did you, did you intend to win it? Did you try to throw it? Did you, or were you just kind of like, ah, I'll just throw the ball. No, it, I did. When I realized it was prank week mm-hmm. and I already was like, I felt like we were in, like better graces with everybody and I felt especially for me like I felt like I was probably safe but at the same time things can turn on a dime and I didn't know like if Jackson would stay safe and I didn't know like if Christy or Nick won it I wouldn't have felt good um so especially knowing that it was prank week and we didn't know what was coming I wanted to at least ensure my own safety um so no i did try to win that but at the same time it's like but here i am like really trying to fly under the radar and i was the first two-time hoh winner so it's like that's when i was like oh (laughs) that was an accident i didn't really want to win it you know trying to downplay like i don't even know how i did that i don't know just i guess trying to downplay it a little bit um and then it and and it was scary too because I knew I was safe, but I didn't know what kind of repercussions could come with it. And I was terrified that something would happen and somehow Jackson would go home on my HOH. Yeah. 
Um, so you you want to put up uh, Nick and Christy, and yeah. you then, uh, in a series of unfortunate events, uh, tell Christy that she's going to be used as the pawn before you so realize premature. that you wouldn't have had was, to. I, oh, I regretted that the second I did it. Like, why did I tell her? I she was so waited pissed. to see what the twist was, and I never would have had to tell her. That was dumb yeah. on my behalf. I was trying to like really just earn trust with her and be really transparent and talk like we're working as a team. And that was my intent behind it. But it was premature. That was so stupid. I didn't need to tell her that. I was- yes. Well, so you you ultimately once you find out what the twist is with America's prankster, uh, you're just going to put Nick on the block yeah. um, in the hopes that you can get him out. Nick wins. America's prankster. Um, and this is where I really felt like Nick kind of dropped the ball because, um, and you can tell me if this is true, but I felt like if he had gone to you and said, Hey, look, I am America's prankster. Let's work something out that that could have changed your nomination. Um, and could have maybe kept him off the block. It could have, um, I might, I may have still put him up, um, but it's like, maybe we could have started working together then maybe. And again, who knows? It, um, yeah. Like, well, basically, cause if, if he implies, like, if you put me up, I'll just put Jackson up. Like, yeah. uh, he could have, that's he, not a great spot. Right. He could have threatened me or he could have said like, Hey, let's work together. Either way, he could have leveraged it a lot better. Um, and so he did, as soon as I realized it was him, which I, w- I figured it would be obviously, um, I figured that was easy. Like anybody that wins HOH, you just, whoever they're probably going after, you make them America's prankster to stir the pot. Like I figured it was him. And I was surprised that he didn't come to me and try to cut some sort of deal. Um, I was thrilled that he put Christy up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that was well, easy. that was, I, I really, I feel like the vote was a lot more anti Christy than it was trying to like screw with you. Yeah, possibly. That's true. That's what that's what it seemed like from the outside. Yeah. Because the uh, uh, Taco Tuesday had just aired. And so like the big right. storyline was Nick versus Christy. And uh, and I think people were really she was the, the kind of the big villain of the season at that point. Right. Yeah, for sure. Which I had. A, <laughs> I had a feeling. Um, so, yeah, he, he definitely could have leveraged that better. Um, and. But at the same time, and see, he gave a good pitch once he once he went through with his nomination and his, his condom pitch, his condom pitch. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, though, it was a good like, obviously, that wasn't aired, but live yeah. feeders did live feeders see it. Yeah. OK, but honestly, though, like he did give a good pitch because he's so he is charismatic and. He is a good competitor. And honestly, when he makes like all these promises, promising the world, of course, I'm not going to trust anyone when they say that really, but I trusted him more than Christy and Christy was already going back on her word, which of course in true Christy fashion, I knew that she would. And she was already pulling back and like being hesitant. When I said she was going up on a pond as a pond, she was like, what me? And I was like, yes. Yeah. Duh. You literally just promised that you would do that for us whenever you want we wanted anyway so i knew i didn't trust christy um and nick gave his pitch and it was honestly pretty damn good and it made me 
really start thinking and not only his pitch, but, but he also came up to me in the HOH room when it was just me and I had like just woken up in the morning and, and he came up and was just like very upfront and just hashed stuff out and, and made his first plea with me. And when he did that, I was like, damn, a, he, he made a lot of really good points. Maybe I should keep him. And just the fact that my mind went there was like, nope, this is exactly why I need to get him out because mm. I, he's my white male. And here he is making me reconsider taking a shot at him. And I'm the one who wants him out. So if I don't get him out, who the heck is going to get him out? You know, he was so good with so many people, even Cliff. Like he was even good with Cliff. So it was just Cliff, way too yeah. dangerous for me to keep Nick in the house. People, Christy drove people crazy. I knew that other people would take shots at her. Nicole would never go after Nick. Tommy wouldn't. Cliff probably wouldn't. You know. I think I think at that point, Cliff uh, kind of felt uh, a little bit similarly to you in the sense that uh, he knew that with Nick there, um, he had to worry about Nicole's loyalty. Yeah. Um, and so I think he was very OK with letting Nick go at that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because um, that was huge. It was like, if I want this because I was so happy to have the final four and it's like, if I want this final four to work. Sorry, Nicole, but I do have to ensure your loyalty. Mm hmm. Um, this is also the Zingbot week. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's, that's, with, uh, that's when Zingbot calls you an old, an old buzzard, um, yep. which, uh, you were, you didn't seem to be a big fan of. I mean, when it happened, what I, I mean, at first I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm old. Um, whatever, whatever. Ageism, age, being ageist is a thing in this country, but whatever. Well, yeah, it's it seems like it, it seems like it was uh, like a little bit of a of a turning point in the sense that um, you talked, you started talking a lot about like how you were being portrayed in the show, and it seemed to really be uh, getting at you like how you might be portrayed in the show. Mm -hmm. uh, you've watched it now. Uh, were those concerns justified? Do you feel like you are happy with it? Um. Yeah, no, those concerns were totally justified. And I had a lot of reason to worry about how I was being portrayed. Um, obviously, we're all typecast. I think I was supposed to be a bitchy girl. Um, there were there are a lot of reasons that I have to believe that. And it was like, so I, you know, and I had a lot of like internal struggle about about that. Um, and it was really hard to navigate like who I'm supposed to be versus like who I am. And it's like, I really wanted America to just see me. Um, it was, I don't know. I, I, I was worried for a lot of different reasons. Um, and because, yeah, I was trying to, in a sense, hide behind Jackson, but I also didn't want to just be seen as the girl in the showman with Jackson. It's like, I wanted to come onto the show to empower other girls who feel like maybe they're not worthy or feel insecure because I grew up with a lot of anxiety, a lot of insecurity and never, I really struggled believing in myself and being strong. And so I wanted to inspire other girls that they could be strong. And, and then here I was on the show, just so frustrated that I felt like my only relevancy was my attachment to a man and that 
not only would people see that, but they would focus on the fact that I'm older than him. And it was like, I'm a petite female who, yeah, I can fall in love and I can be a human and be vulnerable and yes, have that intimate side on my, in my personal life, but I can also be smart and manipulative, not manipulative, but calculated, um, and confident and, and inspire young women. And it just bummed me out that I would, I was afraid that that wasn't being shown, especially because since I was downplaying so much in the house, I really only talked heavy strategy in the DR, even with Jackson, I, I even wanted him to underestimate me a little bit. So I didn't really, um, expose everything about myself. Um, and in the house, I would really downplay my strengths. You know, I would like sit in front of the memory wall and, and look at the faces and be like, Oh my gosh, if face swap comes up, I'm going to be so screwed. I'm, you know, I'm so bad at this kind of stuff. And it's like, no, I would have nailed that. But, um, but then I'd go into the DR and like talk heavy game and like spell out everything I was doing and be very calculated and concise and show where my head was. And then none of those DRs made it to air. And so, yes, the, the fears that I had of, of how I were being, how I was being portrayed, um, were somewhat accurate. Um, so you, well, you started, uh, you really started talking to the cameras more often, um, around this time. Uh, but usually it wasn't a, about game. Is there a reason you didn't, uh, talk more game to the cameras? Uh, do you remember Cliff Notes? <laughs> well, Cliff kept doing it. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I suppose I could have, I was way too damn paranoid. Um, and I just like, I would kind of like vent to the cameras when I would get tired mm. and like delirious. Um, you like to talk about like products and food. Oh, like makeup stuff. Mm-hmm. Sis and I were going to start a makeup channel, which is so funny. And it's really funny because I've gotten so many questions. People are always DMing me asking about makeup. Um, so Sis and I at the beginning were like, should we do a little makeup channel? Which is like really silly. <laughs> Um, you also, you also, uh, this, I believe this is the week where, uh, you got into one of the, the biggest fights with Jackson. Uh, you called him an effing asshole. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was, uh, very upset about, yeah. uh, some of the things that, uh, that you were doing. You were upset with some of the things that he was doing. Um, and this is probably the biggest fight that made the edit as well. Yeah. Um, a For lot sure. of people, uh, were very upset with the way that, uh, that Jackson in particular handled this fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on it? So at that point, it is so hard to be in a relationship in the public eye when there's cameras everywhere, microphones everywhere. And, you know, we're newly dating, but we go straight from being strangers to living together. We're together 24 seven in a pressure cooker environment. And what is the key to survival in a relationship? It's communication. Good communication is everything. But were we able to fully communicate? No, because everywhere we go, we have a microphone. So there are a lot of things from my past that I don't feel comfortable sharing with the world. Um, I've been through my fair share of shit um, with relationships, but also just life. Um, it hasn't always been easy. Um, I have a lot of scars. Um, Jackson is the same way. 
he's lived a life harder than most and more so than anyone could ever imagine. Um, nobody could ever put themselves in either of our shoes and the shit that, that we've unfortunately been through, but we can't, we don't want to talk about that on live TV. We don't want the world to know. We don't want to hurt our families or our loved ones. Um, and so it was, it was hard developing a relationship, but having to push the mute button on yourself in so many situations, because we could have easily resolved that if we were in the real world. Um, but you know, I felt like he was putting walls up. He was trying to, he was trying to guard himself and protect himself. And I felt like I was being dismissed, but I also didn't know how reactive he was to different scenarios. Cause I didn't know him on that level yet. And now I know in the real world that when, if something happens, he is very open and calm. And we have a conversation very like maturely and we can resolve things very, very easily. But in there, emotions were heightened. Tensions were like, Oh my gosh, ridiculous. And I didn't know how he would react if I fought back more, I guess, or like, tried to like put him in his place. And so I was like, just upset and like internalizing more. And it was weird. Cause like, we both just didn't know how we would handle situations like that. And it was just literally like bad communication because we, neither one of us felt free to communicate what we wanted to communicate. So that's a, it's honestly, it's such a weird thing to even like, uh, like you're because you were in a relationship on a show, like you're now talking to a stranger about like a fight that you had in your relationship. It's yeah. like, it's weird. I know. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird world. And then we went back and we watched the fight, um, together and we've watched every single episode together. We've actually been together 24 seven since the show ended. We literally spent like, maybe one or two hours apart at most when like one of us had to like run home to the other person's house or to like to our house to like get clothes or something like we've been attached at the hip but now that we can talk really it's also a weird dynamic because we and we talked to jess and cody about this on their podcast because they can relate even though they even though they both went out really early in the show that's the other thing is that people don't realize showmances usually don't make it very far at all, let alone to the end. So it's like, of course we're going to have more to fight about because we've been through a lot through the show. Um, but Jess and Cody could relate to that now that they're, you know, once they got out of the house, it's like, they didn't know anything about the other person that America didn't know. So it's like, now it's just wild. It's like, we get to, fully start learning about each other, you know, basically from scratch. Cause it was just, you know, we were only allowing each other to get to know each other, like a little bit. So it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool actually, but it, it's hard and it's something nobody will ever understand. Yeah. Uh, so Jackson wins on the wall. Um, yeah. Oh, I was so mad. I didn't get to compete in that. I wanted to <laughs> I'll definitely ask Jackson uh, when I talk to him, but uh, he says this is because he wanted to protect 
yeah. Cliff and Nicole. Yeah. Um, because you guys, again, had talked about throwing this HOH. Uh, is, is that the case? Uh, would he have won it if he felt like they would have been safe? Yeah, I wanted, I didn't want him to win because we were at that point, it was like, holy cow, it's like the, the Mickey and Holly duo that somebody needs to take out because we just kept winning back to back. So I didn't want him to win. Ideally, I wanted Cliff or Nicole to win. I really wanted Nicole to win just for herself um, on a personal level. Oh, it breaks my heart still to think about when she fell. And I like ran over there to her because I knew how much that hurt her um, to fall. I really wanted her to win. Um, but on a personal level, but, but on a game level, I would have preferred somebody else to win, but I just knew if Tommy won, I was afraid he would take a shot at Cliff and Nicole, or maybe Jackson and I, even though he said he was good with us. And like, I felt, I still felt good with Tommy, but, um, he was really the one person that we were the most afraid of him winning. And Christy, because even though Christy was working with us, it was like, it's still Christy. So I still would worry. Um, and so I even was like, Jackson was like, before he went in the, into the comp, he was like, okay, like, let me know if you think I need to win or not. And so we were constantly checking in with each other. I was like, okay, you, cause Tommy is still up there. And I was like, you gotta stay. Like you have to stay. And then I kind of turned to Cliff and I was like, do you think Jackson needs to win this? And he's like, I mean, yeah, I think he does. And I was like, yeah, shit. I think he does too. So, um, so yeah, I was like, he was checking in with me constantly through the comp and I was like, no, you've got to stay. Like you can't let go. Yeah. I, like when I talked to Tommy and I told him that, uh, that Jackson was saying afterward that he won it in order to protect Cliff and Nicole. Um, Tommy was like, no, he, I mean, he knew, he knew I was going to go after him. Right. Like, obviously, um, I don't know. it was a toss up. I thought he could have gone, gone after either one of us duos. Yeah. And that's that. I mean, uh, from my perspective, like it was, it was, you know, we had seen Tommy and Christy talk about how they were going to go for you, uh, yeah. go for you two. Um, and so, uh, I, I, he was very surprised that you two, uh, like he thought there was like an unspoken understanding that you were going after each other at that point. Uh, um, he was so, it's different with Tommy, you know, mm-hmm. like I still, I still always like felt good with him, but I didn't think Jackson was as good with him though. Like I thought he would, I thought he would for sure take a shot at Jackson. And obviously I didn't want to get caught in the crossfire if Jackson won the, won the veto. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Jackson has won. Uh, you know, this is you know, Tommy knowing that there's a problem in the relationship is trying to be like, Hey, let me be involved more. And, uh, you didn't like that. Cause you didn't like having to lie to him. Um, uh, Jackson wants to take out Jess this week. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like you were more like, Oh, but what about Christy? Um, mm-hmm. and Nicole talked to you about how, uh, taking Christy out seemed like the smarter play. It seemed like you were agreeing with that. Yeah. Um, but then it doesn't really go anywhere because Tommy ends up winning the veto. If Tommy hadn't won the veto and saved Christy, yeah. would you have pushed to, to get yeah. out Christy that week? Uh, well, for sure. Yeah. I thought Christy should go. Um, for a long time. <laughs> and I felt good with Jess. And uh, and honestly, I think Jackson would have been good with Jess as well. Um, I do. I mean, I get where he was going um, with that, but I, I don't know. It wouldn't have 
been my move, I, I for sure thought Christy should go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tommy wins the veto, so it's not going to happen. Um, Tommy and Christy did try to get Nicole to flip uh, her vote. But uh, that did not really go anywhere. Um, Cliff and Nicole are going to talk a lot about um, which side are we siding with? Which pair are we siding with in the double eviction, the coming double eviction? Yeah. Um, Nicole was uh, a bit more torn than he was. Um, At one point, she was like, what if I just put up one from each side? Uh, And uh, eventually they kind of decide, you know what? Uh, Tommy and Christy, very threatening. And if we're anticipating mental competitions, then they're probably more threatening in the mental competitions yeah. than Jackson Holly. Plus, yep. we don't have to break our word. Uh, and so ultimately, we get to the double eviction. Nicole is going to win. Uh, she targets uh, Christy and Christy goes home. Um, and uh, just like that, you have made it to uh, the final five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was that. And see, it's like that's why I was trying so hard to downplay my strengths because. And obviously Jackson was a huge threat in the game. Like he, there's no denying that he, like it was very obvious, but also at that point, people really only saw him as a physical competitor. Um, They didn't quite, he was starting to show his cards with, with mental stuff a little bit, but I still very effectively uh, hidden mine. So that was huge. That was huge that they chose us over uh, Christy and Tommy. So, yes. Um, And so, Jackson then wins the next HOH, mm-hmm. which was also pretty huge um, yeah. because uh, if if he had not won the HOH, then he's um, pretty much definitely evicted there, I think, at the final five because yeah. he loses the veto. Yeah, I um, think so. So uh, and of course, that's really like the last HOH or the last competition, really, even uh, that was strictly mental. The rest of them uh, are pretty much all uh, have a, a pretty strong physical component to them. Uh, perhaps, you know, BB comics was one of the least physical uh, left in the, uh, in the season from this yeah. point forward. But, um, but that is definitely also going to benefit uh, Jackson and, and yourself um, over, over Cliff and Nicole. Uh, Jackson puts up uh, Tommy and Cliff uh, with the intent to get rid of Tommy. Um, and, there wasn't any conversation between the two of you and it wasn't until after the veto that, uh, that it seemed like it kind of uh, occurred to you that the person you leave off the block could use the veto and force you on the block. Um, would you have made the same decision to put up cliff and Tommy? If that had, if you would, if that had been something that you had been thinking about? Um, I mean, to be completely honest, I really wanted Tommy to win that veto yeah um well you had like a moment before the veto right because mm-hmm. he then ratted that out yeah yeah and so that was obviously i had to cover my tracks with that but um but no i wanted tommy to win the veto um and because obviously like we all wanted to break up a duo i wouldn't have though i i would have stayed true to my word for sure um and sent tommy home if tommy had won the veto um, and been able to split up Cliff and Nicole, that would have been ideal for me. Um, but I, I wouldn't have gone back on my word. Um, I still would have sent Tommy out. So of course, and it, and it was also just base covering. Like if Tommy did win it, I wanted to make sure that like he and I were still good. So of course that was a little preemptive, um, covering of, of my bases. So, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> or pineapple, I should say. If you guys <laughs> caught on to the pineapple thing this summer. Um, so, but yeah. And, and like, because I really like, if I had won the veto, I still would have wanted Tommy to go. Like if the power were in my hands. So I really didn't. And it was like naive of me to think like, Oh, it's we're final four. It's fine. They wouldn't do that to me. Like I would understand if they thought the same and like would prefer that Tommy won because then it would be out of their control. So like I could understand that, but I didn't really think that that having Cliff or Nicole win would be a bad thing because I was like you know naively like really whatever. Were were you thinking about uh, too trusting? Yeah. Were you thinking about jury votes at this point? Like, um, like what was your uh, obviously, you know, getting to the end with Jackson, I imagine was the goal. Um, But were you thinking about like, if that doesn't work out, who do I want to be sitting next to? Were you thinking about like uh, what your jury votes were? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. You have to think about that at that stage in the game. Um, You sit and look at the memory wall and just calculate like, okay, if I'm up, up next to so-and-so, who do I have? If I'm up next to so-and-so, who do I have? So, and also, so, like, trying to pin everybody against each other, though, too. I was like, well, if Cliff's up there, of course he'll win. And talk, you know, talking to different people. And I was like, well, but if Tommy's up there, he'll definitely win. So what was your, so like, was the, was plan A get to the end with Jackson? And if so, what votes did you think you have? Um, yeah, I just on a moral standpoint, I wanted to make it to the end with Jackson because we've been saying that for, for such a majority of the game or for so long in the game that even though we, we really truly never had a final two, uh, but it's like, <laughs> just for the That's sake, the first thing I thought of when you said that. Just for the sake of not having a final two. And he tried to. After I won part two of the final HOH, he was like, can we lock it in, have a final two? And I was like, no, don't come to me now that I have some power. Like, no, no final two. Um, but once my final two did go out the door, once Kat left, it really was like Jackson and I wanted to make it to the end together. And we talked about it all the time of just kind of like walking out like Mr. And Mrs. Smith, like, yes, fighting against each other, but also being being next to each other and being each other's biggest supporters. And he he never turned his back on me um, on a game at a personal level. We were just so, so close. And so from a moral standpoint, because it does it's. Oh man, it sucks. Sometimes I'm so mad that that I'm from Wyoming that I and that I was raised by the parents that I was raised by because I really just it was hard for me to be manipulative and stab people in the backs. And I know you have to do that in Big Brother, but it was one of my one of the hardest things for me. Um, is I I had so many moral dilemmas, and I I really did want to play the game with integrity and and I aimed to do that from the from the beginning. And so um, I knew I never turn my back on Jackson but but I knew jury votes were going to be hard I knew I'd have Kat um or I would hope that my own final two would vote for me anyway um I thought that I would have Christy and Tommy I was towards the end I started to think otherwise especially because having Christy feel duped by Jackson and feel like she went out because of him even though it was like jackson and i had made a deal with cliff and nicole and that was the reason you know we'd really been finessing that and 
And I'd been making it seem like it made more sense to go after them before me. Cause like, why would it matter getting me out? But still she gave the credit to Jackson for getting her out. And it's like, I know that a lot of, a lot of votes are actually based on ego. And it's like, well, if he can get me out, you know, then he deserves to win because he got me. And so I think that came into play with sis because Jackson is the one who evicted sis. Um, and same, like I think Christy, and not to say that it's purely that because it's not, there's a, there's a layers to, to why, but it, but it was like, these are the thoughts that are going on in my head. Um, like I was like, well, if Christy votes based on that or just based on like obvious physical gameplay, um, I didn't really know where she would vote. I, I thought I would have sis's vote for sure. Cause she was one of my good friends. And when I was leaving, she told me I was throwing my game away for Jackson and that he was my biggest downfall in the game. Like, she didn't, she really did not understand my strategy. She was at very all. mad at Jackson. She was very mad at Jackson, but she also just didn't see my gameplay like at all. She did not understand at all what I was doing um, in, in any capacity, but I still thought that I would have her vote. Um, so that surprised me a lot, but um, and then Jess, I thought, would be a toss-up. Um, who else was in jury at that point? I knew Nick Jackson would have his vote for sure. Um, Jack, I knew. Mm-hmm. Like, Jack was in there campaigning against me for the stupidest reasons. Jack was saying that I didn't deserve to win because I didn't wear a costume when I hosted the um, the Hide and Go Vito comp because they had me wear a swimsuit, which was not my decision. <laughs> It was what I was told to do. There was no costume for that. There was no costume. There was literally no costume. And Jack, Jack was in the jury house being like, well, Holly's not a team player. She doesn't deserve to win because she didn't wear a costume to host hide and go Vito. Whatever, Jack. But anyway, I knew I knew I would never have his jury vote because I'm not his bro, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, for, for me, uh, it was around final seven or so. Um, Tommy was talking to the cameras and he mentioned you as kind of like being dragged along by Jackson and that he didn't really respect your game um, that I was like, oh, this is yeah. if she doesn't have Tommy, then right. she's in trouble because right. Tommy's going to be a big, I think, influence on yeah. the jury. And if that's how Tommy mm-hmm. sees her, he also talked to Christy about how yeah. about that. That seemed to be how Christy saw you. And then So, of course, I think that that uh, preconception of you when Jackson is then the one to evict them uh, plays into how they see how that happened. For sure. And then also, I mean, it 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 does bum me out that Christy had Christy definitely felt like that. And it's like, you know, she's such a she preaches feminism so much. And it was like, Christy, I had a heart to heart with her, too, of like what I want, you know, how I wanted to. I didn't, I guess I didn't really talk game with her, but I had a heart to heart with her about like what I stood for as a woman. And, um, you know, and it's all, it's all good of what she, you know, says she, you know, she said that she really related to me and, and what I wanted to stand for. But, but at the same time, she did not recognize anything I did in the game. Didn't credit me for anything I did in the game. And it was like, just because my gameplay is not in your face doesn't mean it's not there like you can respect different types of game you know what i mean i don't know 
if, so, if you could change an aspect of how you managed the jury and how you uh, you know managed those votes as they left the house, it, like what 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 would you change about it? One thousand percent. I realized that I had shot myself in the foot, and I started to acknowledge that and vocalize that towards the end. I was like, I really should have opened up to people before they went off to jury because I really just kind of wanted to to play out my social game, and I was. Like, oh, well, you didn't die by my sword. You know, I'm I'm so sorry. But it's like, I had a say in everything that Jackson did. We were a team. We were functioning as a team. Um, and I really only let, <laughs> I really only talked game in the freaking diary room, truly. Like, true nitty gritty game. Um, and I wish that even just, like, in my goodbye messages, I was playing up to like my social game and staying in good graces with everybody. But I wish that I'd been like a little bit more savage and honest and told people like at least a little glimpse, a little something, because then I realized that they didn't know what I was doing. And even as little as like sis, not realizing why I distanced myself from her. Like she thought that I was like choosing a man over her. And I think was personally hurt by that. She didn't get it. Um, And like, trying to appear like I wasn't as close with her. She didn't comprehend that. And I should have spelled it out. There are things that I did that I didn't spell out at all. Um, And I knew that by the time it got to the two of us and we had one minute to plea to the jury, that was not even remotely long enough. I knew I was already, you know, dead in the water um, most likely. Um, Yeah. Cause it was just, there was not enough time to open up. And, and now I've had conversations with some people and they're like, Oh, like I get it now. And not to say that that would have changed their votes because honestly, Jackson is one of the best players to ever play this game ever. Um, and so it's not to say that like it would have changed their minds, but for example, like Nicole and I at the end did start talking game and I opened up to her a lot um, and kind of let her in on little things that I was thinking and, and I was doing and um and that earned her vote. And yeah, I, I really goofed there by opening up way too late. Mm-hmm. I I so, flew way too far under the radar. That was my one million percent my biggest mistake in this game. I got underestimated in the house and I got underestimated underestimated by America. And it yeah, it bums me out a lot. Well you know Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. I know. It, it really can just depend on the jury. I know, but I, it, right, right. But the jury, a lot of, a lot of it I do, I do genuinely think was like ego. What's a nicer word for that? Like, well, it's like, I know that they, I know hands down they respected this game. I think it's also, mm-hmm. it is, it is a small element of like, well, if he could get me out, um, yeah. then I think they wanted to, I think they wanted to make sure they rewarded gameplay mm-hmm. um and they just didn't they didn't see it they, d- they didn't see you. my game which also i'm sorry but even just on a physical level like i know that i hid all my mental strength not all my mental strengths but like i really really downplayed my mental strengths and then like i i mean i beat nicole in a mental comp in the part two of the hoh so I don't know. I don't even know if they knew how the final HOHs went or not, but, um, but it's like for, for most of the game, I was totally downplaying mental strengths. Yes. But even physical strengths, like really could the jury really not respect that? Like 
I'm sorry, Christy. The only physical comp that you beat me in, I think maybe I should like think back on all of them, but was the first comp that I threw and got third in. And same with Tommy. I was like, Christy and Tommy, I beat in, in all the physical comps. So it's like, and sis, I beat her in all of the physical comps. Everyone pretty much in that jury, I had for the most part beat them, even in Coral Greek, even in that veto. They, oh, it irks me so much that they didn't show. I was really, really close to getting that. I was so people, close. People remember wins. That's, I know. I know. They, they remember, remember the numbers. And yes, yes, Jackson was a physical beast. But it's like, did you guys really forget that I was on his heels in all of the physical comps? And I'm a lot older than him. I'm not an athlete. So, yes, he was a physical beast. But it's like, for what I'm working with, I would consider myself a beast too. Like just in the sense that like nobody would expect that. I've never, I've, yeah, I don't know. I'm a small female. I'm barely over a hundred pounds. I'm not strong. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not strong. The fact that I did so well in those physical comps, just out of pure freaking determination, the fact that they just didn't even respect that and dismissed that was like, come on, you guys, that's just, there was a sense of bitterness for sure there. I yeah. think. Well, uh, Nicole has the veto. She uses it on cliff. It forces yeah. you on the block. Nicole wants to evict you because yeah, she has to break it was up the show. Um, cliff is not as convinced, uh, mm-hmm. but he does come around to that idea. So the plan is to evict you. They make a deal with Tommy. He's going to throw yeah. the HOH. Yeah. He's going to evict Jackson the following yep. week. Uh, but Jackson overhears that conversation and makes a play to discredit Tommy. Yeah. Um, now this leads to basically an entire day's worth of arguments. It seemed, um, and, Jackson calling Tommy a liar, Tommy calling Jackson a liar, Tommy, uh, you're killing me. Um, and, uh, it goes back and forth and, you know, it seems as though, uh, Cliff and Nicole had decided ultimately to keep Tommy still. Uh, but then there was another blow up in the bathroom and, uh, it's at that point that Nicole said she was a bit swayed by Jackson, um, and, and his sort of, uh, his second approach, which was, less ab- abrasive i guess and more emotional yeah um and then uh ultimately like right before the eviction takes place you make a deal with mm-hmm. um with cliff and nicole uh can you walk me through your experience of this whole thing so the fight happened and i didn't know if that would be a savior or screw me. Um, so I kind of tried to stay out of it a little bit. And even like in that last conversation in, in the bathroom, I tried to really reinforce the fact that like, it probably did happen, but I was like, I was like, how am I going to go down for a conversation that I wasn't even part of? Um, and, and yeah, that last, the last conversation in the bathroom was pivotal because I knew that they were going to keep Tommy. It made so much more sense for their game um, on so many levels. But I went in there and was like, no, this is not okay. This is not happening. You cannot do this. And Nicole told me later that she's like, if you had just gone and sat down like Tommy did, she's like, Tommy literally went and sat in the non chairs. She's like, if you had done that, if you had just been sad, 
and bummed that you were going home and accepted it. She's like, you would have gone home. She's like, but you literally would not let us evict you. You like dug your heels in. And, and I was like, this is not right. This is not okay, but I will do whatever it takes. I will do whatever you want. Um, And so I offered to throw the veto or the throw the HOH and to throw the veto. And they came to the backyard room Cliff and Nicole were getting ready for live show. Like we're like ready to go on. And they said, do you want to throw this? Or like, will you throw this walking out to the HRA? It's like, will you throw it tonight? And I said, yes. And I shook both of their hands. Nicole said afterwards that she didn't shake my hand, but I watched the episode back. We definitely shook hands. Um, So I shook both of their hands and, um, and it saved my life in the game. And then going into the HRA, I mean, it's literally like, within minutes of like, boom, shook hands, made a deal, boom, went to live show, Tommy gets evicted, boom, we're walking outside to the HOH. And so that's why, that's why I, I kept up my end of the deal and threw it because I couldn't like, I love Cliff and Nicole and I respect them. And I couldn't just as a person go back on my deal that I had just made them. I literally just looked them in the eye and shaken their hands. And so I knew I couldn't go back on that. Um, and like in the episode, it looks like Jackson's really pushing for me to drop, but it was more, I was like, I was like, do I have to drop? Like, when do I have to drop? Do I have to already? And he was like, yeah, like if you're going to drop, drop. Um, but I knew because for a few reasons, um, a just on a moral basis, I knew I had to uphold that end of my deal, but B, if I didn't, then I would like, they would do anything they could to get me out. But also I, I knew that if I, if I dropped, if I threw it, which was so hard for me to do just because that was like, I was waiting for that comp all season. It was really, it really pained me to not get to compete in like the wall comp. And, and then it pained me to not be able to compete in this where I knew I would have excelled. And I was, oh, I was so bummed because I was so excited for it. But I knew that if I threw it, I would gain their respect and their trust. And I thought that that would give me a better shot if neither Jackson or I won the veto, I knew, we, I knew we still had a 50, 50 shot of winning the veto, but I figured if we didn't win the veto, cause that's where the power is. That's truly where the power is. And that was the only thing that could save both of us is if one of us won the veto. I figured if we didn't though, then I wanted Cliff and Nicole to keep me over Jackson. Um, and I thought that if I threw this, that not only would Nicole feel indebted to me, but Cliff would also respect that. You know, because he always preached that he played with integrity. And what they didn't show was Cliff was on the sidelines after he fell. He was on the sidelines begging me to drop. Um, And I know the episode didn't show that. I don't know if Live Feeder saw it, but he was like, Holly, please, Holly, please drop. So I knew I had to 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 gain his his trust. And I was just hoping that it, you know, would come back around to reward me to reward me. And I knew we still had a 50 50 shot. So, yeah. I mean, if you were HOH, they wouldn't have been able to evict you anyway, though. Well, me, yeah. 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 Jackson would have still been in hot water if he had not won the veto. So it was mm-hmm. like, I either save my own self or I have a 50-50 shot of us both being safe. Right. I mean, so, yeah, I, well, the, the odds would have been the same in the veto. For, for saving. Yeah. Yeah. The odds yeah. would have been the same for the veto. But but the HOH, I could really only save myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was... It was tough, but, but ultimately it really was like, and again, this is where I'm like, ah, why am I raised by my parents? It was like, I just envisioned them watching that moment 
and me going immediately against what I had just sworn on. And I like, I couldn't do it. I didn't feel right doing it. And I know it's big brother, but I just couldn't in my heart. I couldn't go back on a deal. Yes. And I know All right. So people can call me naive or stupid or whatever. And I'm sure that they have, but I just couldn't do that to them. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Nicole wins um the hoh uh she is now safe um and uh i did i did talk about this with with nicole that yeah. uh you you were uh kind of upset about the situation and yeah. you you mentioned that you were like uh you know nicole bullied me into throwing this and i i would have won it um i i imagine you've you've talked to nicole about this already oh that was one of the first conversations we had out of the house because immediately and i was frankly because we're human we're all human i was and humans get mad i was pissed at, at just the fact that everything had transpired the way that it had it's like it didn't have to be like that we could have gotten here so much more smoothly and why did that all have to happen i was hurt and i was infuriated and they had 100 strong armed me and again also like the i like the idea of bullying and everything like had been put in my head from can't really say but um ideas have been put in my head elsewhere um that that was a thing you know what i mean so it's like i i was like oh wow is was she like oh damn okay if i'm being told this then like wow maybe they were manipulating me more than i realized you know what i mean so it's like then i really got in my head about it and was was very mad that not only that that I had felt forced to throw something that I shouldn't have had to throw because it in final four, you don't, you're not throwing comps. It's not a time to throw comps. Like when has that been a thing? So I, yes, I was mad and I felt strong armed, but then what really pushed me over the edge is the very next morning when they approached me in the storage room, right when I woke up, like I was barely even awake and they both, like I was literally getting my stuff my, that had been packed. Like I had some, some bags that I of like my stuff that I put in the storage room. I hadn't even brought my stuff back in um, after having to pack my bags for on eviction night. So anyway, they, they, they corner me in the storage room and they're like, okay, well, we've decided that you can have permission to compete, but then you have to, you know, do what we say and evict Jackson, blah, 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 blah. And it was just like that, not only backing me to a corner and strong arming me, but then saying, now I have permission and it was like, whose game is this? What distorted sense of reality are we living in where this is, it's like there had been so long in the game where Jackson or I had power. And then now that Cliff and Nicole had it, it was like, well, you have to do this and you have to do this and we'll give you permission on what you do. And just like in that moment, I was so frustrated. It was like, how did we, like in the famous words of Sam, it's like, how did I get like this? Um, how am I just playing someone else's game i i was frustrated for sure yeah uh well ultimately jackson's gonna win the veto yeah and he's obviously despite the games that were being played uh not going to use it to evict you um he's going to evict cliff which uh is of course very upsetting for cliff and nicole they come up with a scheme to threaten their jury votes um which uh did seem to make you uh pretty happy a little bit (laughs) i mean yeah obviously yeah um and jackson was very upset about it at the time um 
But ultimately, Cliff is the one that goes home there. Uh, and then, you know, the rest is, is pretty much history here. Uh, Jackson was part. I knew that Cliff wouldn't really do that. Cliff idolizes mm-hmm. Jackson. I knew that, A, he would have, like, Jackson would have Cliff's vote. Um, I was hoping that me proving to be loyal would maybe sway him. But he loves Jackson so much, like, a lot. That a I too knew, much, I think. I knew he would probably have his vote, so... Yeah. Um, so Jackson wins part one. You win part two. Uh, and I also talked to Nicole about this, where in the episode, it's uh, you said that uh, you had never been on a climbing wall. Uh, but there were people who are Internet detectives who yeah. <laughs> like looked at your Instagram and found a picture of you on a, on a climbing wall. Yeah. Which was such a which is hilarious because I've not, I've literally never been rock climbing. Which mm-hmm. is ironic because I grew up in Lander, Wyoming, which is at the base of the Rocky Mountains, and it's world-class climbing. I've never been climbing because, to be honest, it scares me because I know too many people who have been in climbing accidents and have died. But my mom grew up climbing. My little sister is an avid climber. Um, a lot of my friends, we pack at our dude ranch, we pack climbers in um, to these beautiful granite peaks so that they can go climbing like really far off the grid. And so I've grown up around it, but I've never done it. Not until recently. Like there's, there's one photo where it was literally a photo shoot. It was literally a photo shoot, which is the funniest part. The first one there, cause there's two photos. The first one was a photo shoot with this guy, Chris. And there, there was a rock. It was like, I stepped up like a foot off the ground and held on. And he took a photo. I'm like in tennis shoes. I'm obviously not in climbing gear. And I even got called out on that photo by people that were like, did they just take this from a good angle where it looks like you're far off the ground? Cause I was like, literally just stepped up and it was like, not even a real thing then. So, so that was one, um, where I'm literally just holding on for a photo. Um, but then the second one was in my gym where, um, Jackson is working out right now, actually. Um, I have been in my gym two times in my life. Um, Like I said, I literally don't work out. But I had my friend Jessa over for uh, wine night. Koda, please. Um, So I had Jackson just got back from said gym. So my friend Jessa, who works with me at Rockstar, was over for wine night. And she and I were in the living room drinking wine and like giggling. And my roommate texted me from her room and was like, hey, you guys are being loud. Can you please keep it down? And I was like, well, shoot. So Jessa and I, instead of keeping it down, we decided to take our wine downstairs because there's like a little hangout room next to our gym. So we, we were wearing matching outfits. We went downstairs and we're hanging out drinking wine. And then we decided to go in the gym. And, like, make a funny video that she had seen online of these two girls, um, like, doing a workout video, like, synchronized to music. Anyway, it was silly. So, we're messing around. We're literally, like, tipsy. And I go on the rock climbing wall that's in my gym. It's not very... It's, like... I don't know how tall it is. It's not very big. It's a, a circle. And it'll rotate. And so, I was, like, climbing on that thing. And she took a picture... And I posted it and it was my first time ever being on that. But that in my mind does not qualify at all as climbing. And maybe I'm an idiot and maybe it does. And I take that back. 
But that was like, that was definitely not rock climbing. It was the only rock climbing wall I've ever been on in my life. And it's very small. I should go like take a picture of it. It's very small. It looks like something made for kids. And it was really Mm -hmm. fun because you can like play with the resistance and it'll either go faster or slower. I had it on stopped because I, (laughs) you know, didn't know what I was doing. Anyway, there's, if the, if the internet detectives want to go find, Jessa posted the video of us goofing around on her Facebook page and like put music to it. I'm literally hanging on a boxing uh, bag, whatever those are called. And like, like we're literally being ridiculous in the gym, like messing around, drinking wine, being idiots. So if that qualifies as rock climbing, then I 1000% take back what I said. And I'm an expert rock climber and I shouldn't have said that, but but I was meaning it as like the irony of my hometown watching me mm-hmm. compete in this. They were probably like, damn, Holly, maybe you should have climbed. Yeah. It sounds so, like the internet detectives should have been more thorough anyway, and found the video. I, it, when I saw that that was a thing, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> because I drank wine and got on that thing one time. Anyway. Yes. Was, so, so you get to the finale. Jackson wins part three. Yeah. He takes you. Um, what was your reaction to so the 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 after the votes are cast the pre-jury is brought in um, and that's when and even even during some of the questioning there was some like some very pointed questions toward Jackson um, and then uh, they bring the pre-jury up and they start talking about some of the controversy of the season Uh, you're sitting there in the final two chairs probably like thinking did I win this did I just lose this Uh, what's going through your mind well, yeah, I didn't. I was like, okay, is this? Well, we also didn't know what was being referenced, and I was like, mm-hmm. is there something going on that I don't know about? And like, maybe the votes are going to go in my direction, um, which I really didn't think that they probably would. So it, that whole night was just very overwhelming, um, and I really did not expect that, um, especially now, like knowing the allegations and. It's just, it's all a little weird. Um, But so we were both very, very caught off guard. Um, None of it really was game related though. And I knew that the jury was probably going to vote based on game. So I, I didn't think it would really have an outcome on the result, Mm -hmm. which it did. So, yes. So uh, Jackson wins. Um, Now, a lot of people say that coming in second place, losing the jury vote um, is is usually even tougher than like coming in third or fourth because when you come in third and fourth yeah. you like uh, you can be like well if I just made it there right. just just a little bit closer yeah. um, but uh, but losing the jury vote is very much like yeah. a rejection of your peers essentially yeah. um, so how, how are you taking it no it was it was it was hard for sure and it still is hard because I had such a good relationship with every single person in the house. And I still do. Like I talk on a regular basis to almost all of the house guests. I like, and I still love and respect all of them. And, and I was proud to have such a good relationship with everybody because not everyone can say that most people can't say that. Um, and so, but I know obviously there's a lot more that goes into, to the final vote than, than social game. Um, and it is, yeah, it is a hard pill to swallow. But at the same time, I lost next to one of the best players in BB history. Um, so, and and I'm 
thrilled for him because not only is he a very strong player, he's also brilliant. And I knew that. Um, I recognize that. And so it is hard. I mean, the whole thing, the whole aftermath has been hard. And especially because it was like, you know, <laughs> I feel so stupid afterwards. I was like, I said to a couple of people, I was like, no, I get it. Like, I knew that I would be underestimated. I knew that you would underestimate my game. But like, just wait, just wait till you watch the season back. And now that I've watched the season and realize my DRs are nowhere to be seen, like at all. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. All right. They're really never going to know um, what I was doing. But uh, well, you did, you did get mad at production at one point because they told you that, that you weren't funny. They told me a lot of things. Cause I yeah. wanted to be myself, you know, I really wanted to be myself in the DR and I wanted to be like lighthearted. I didn't want to be talking shit about people in the DR. I didn't want to be saying catty things all the time. I didn't, you know, it's like, I wanted to be myself and I wanted to like be goofy and, or, or just, I wanted to either be goofy or be talking game and very strategic. I didn't want to be in there being catty and it, you know, it bummed me out um, that there were a lot, you know, I can't really say, um, but a lot of things, a lot of things bummed me out. And then, mm-hmm. and like the not funny thing was, I think, well, it was a couple times because I'd like try to say something lighthearted, whatever it's like, or like Nick's goodbye message. Ah, it was going to be so good because you know how, t- how Nick talks and like his ridiculous lingo. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to give him a goodbye message saying, yo, Nick, I came into this crib trying to get that bread. Like you stood in my way. So da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, all right, man, I'm just going to say less. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Cause so I had this whole thing, like, you know, playing up to Nick and, and, and I was told I wasn't funny. Um, and so I had to, I was made, you know, I had to redo my goodbye message because I wasn't supposed to be the funny person. I wasn't supposed to be the real person who has insecurities, who has, you know, it's like, I talked about some shit in there too, of like, why, like the reason why I didn't necessarily want to be part of grateful and part of six shooters, because I had like been bullied so much and I've been through so much and it, and I felt like I was in a high school clique and I didn't like that. And it's like, I expressed that so much, but that's never seen because I'm, that's not the character, you know, that I was meant to be. It's like, I'm not. You did talk to Jackson about that on the feeds. Yeah. It was frustrating, but, but it is what it is. It's reality TV and that's what we signed up for. So, so I get it. Um, We all are supposed to be a character, but that was, that was one of the things that actually really made me like, really negative throughout the whole season. I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to, I just want to be Holly. Yeah. So what's, uh, what are you up to now? Um, well, running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Um, and then hopefully starting, starting my own couple of things. I have a couple projects. I do want to, I have projects that I was going to start before coming onto the show. One of which is a clothing line to um, help combat homelessness uh, in our communities, because that um, is something that has had a big impact on my life um, and my family. Uh, so I'm, I want to start that. I also was talking about starting a nonprofit for suicide prevention with a friend before I came onto the show. I'm trying to figure out how, I could do that because that's also something very near and dear uh, to my heart because of 
of uh, experiences um, and, and I've lost people to it. Um, and so I would hopefully be able to ramp that up and get it off the ground. It is, it is amazing that now we are given this platform because beforehand I didn't really know how to launch these things. Uh, but now there is some sort of platform um, that we can leverage. And so I'm going to, I'm going to try to do my best to, at um, utilizing that. And then also I do want to start something more with wine. Cause obviously I work in wine. Uh, so I'd love to start my own thing, maybe a wine uh, podcast or YouTube uh, or something to kind of do, like teaching millennials about wine in a, in a fun way. So that I started, I actually started that before like a year ago, maybe, but, um, but never launched it. So hopefully soon um a lot of different things so all right where can people find you? you people can find me on instagram i steer very clear of twitter although i do have one but twitter scares me it is a very dark place and it should it's scare very you. scary um but but my handle is the same there as it is on instagram but instagram it's at miss holly allen m-i-s-s-h-o-l-l-o-y-a-l-l-e-n uh that's pretty much it that's the only social mm-hmm. media I can handle because social media is, is rough. I mean, I technically I have a Facebook too, but that's just to like keep in touch with my mom. Mm-hmm. Well, not keep in touch with my mom. I talk to her every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for talking with me. Oh man. I feel like I've blabbed your ear off, but hopefully, hopefully that was a good time, man. Walk down memory lane. Thank you, Taryn. I appreciate it. Of course. You. <laughs> I hope, I hope, uh, I hope people found this, uh, valuable. They got to, to hear your perspective on the season. Um, so, uh, th- thank you so much. I know it's, uh, th- these, these tend to, to go pretty long. So, uh, I know, gosh, I appreciate I don't your time. I'm scared to check on how long we've been talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, all right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren, uh, Instagram Taren underscore Armstrong, and I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. Um, I will be talking to Jackson literally right after this so it'll probably up, be uploaded very soon after this <laughs> podcast um so uh, check that out and then of course uh we're gonna have a final round table to wrap up the season later in the week i'll uh say on twitter when exactly that's gonna happen uh but tune in for that um and uh yeah thanks for uh for hanging out for all our big brother coverage and i'll see you next time thank you so much taryn Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.